I feel like we haven't done this in like forever. I feel that way too, but I don't know. Like, when was the last one we did? Uh, we totally missed August or October, rather. So it was like August twenty seventh, I think. Was that maybe mid September too? No, maybe it was September twenty seventh. I think it was September. I feel like we did a September episode. I feel like we missed October. That's very possible. Oh, <laughs> uh, then shit comes up. Like your laptop gets stolen. Snafu. Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. Welcome to episode 27 of Snafu. I'm your host, Rick. Tonight with me is Pat. Say hi. Hello. And Jeff. Howdy. Uh, Dale is, we gave Dale vacation this week, so um, I think he's in, is he Disney? Highly possible. It's somewhere somewhere warmer than here, so yeah. he's, he's off celebrating. Let's, is this his anniversary vacation? I think it is, but anyway. I think it is, yeah. So yeah, so Dale won't he's be off celebrating episode twenty-seven. <laughs> I mean, he's actually celebrating twenty-six still, actually. So yes, there you go. He hasn't come back yet. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna cover some hobby stuff. Uh, it looks like we have some rule stuff that we've been coming across lately again. Yeah, this happens when someone goes to a tournament; things pop up, right? Well, and I think even some of these are even like other stuff too. Like I've seen some of these other places. Uh, some of you guys went to a tournament. Oh, I, I think only one of us on the podcast went to a tournament. And then we're going to talk about our tournament, right? Our tournaments. Yep. I guess we have two. Pat, has, Pat right. has one running on Friday, too, don't you? I do. Sweet. Recon Rumble. Who's first time at the inaugural event. So it's uh, <laughs> once you get in the first one, you're guaranteed to be in the rest of them. And, the rest, you know, I don't. I don't know. I'm making this up. So I, I was going to say, what? <laughs> like, no, we can't guarantee that. I'm like, I'm going to guarantee the same number of spots. Yeah. <laughs> Pat will guarantee it, but it's not a guarantee. <laughs> right. There, there's going to be a giant fat And that's how I roll. That. Fair. Mm-hmm. Listen right. very carefully. I'm lying to you. <laughs> but by saying that, does he mean he's actually lying or is he not lying? Oh, God. I can't I'm figure now out. confused. Yeah. I'm, I, don't know what, I don't even know what podcast I'm on anymore. Okay. All right. So why don't we why don't we start out with some hobby stuff? Because I'm sure. Well, I know you two are working on stuff. I'm working on some other stuff. And as it turns out, as of today, Pat, thank you very much for telling me that I'm. You need me for Recon Rumble, so now I got to finish my my Marines as fast as I can. I just <laughs> wanted to make sure you had a hobby update for next no, episode. No, no, I appreciate it. So <laughs> I, I can start by saying, I have been working on some Marines. I've been painting a lot of other miniatures lately. I'm going to say I've been kind of naughty in that respect. Um. Most but they still warlord, look good, though. by the way. Most of them are warlord, though. Like I'm, I'm painted some ninjas and some. I painted a couple planes. Oh, you haven't brought your ninjas in yet. No, well, nobody's been nobody's been playing that game yet. Like it's not ready yet. So I'm working on terrain for that game too. But now I really have to focus on the marines. I got to get those, that shit done so we can. If you need me to play, which. If you had noticed, Pat, my list like got a lot smaller. <laughs> I think, I think, I think he's I running. Like, he's running a buffalo, and there's like 
a guy in it. <laughs> no, <laughs> a buffalo with a lieutenant. There's, there's 20, 28 dudes in there. Well, the other one holds like a, what, a deuce and a half, so it holds 18? Yeah, it holds 18. And then the buffalo, yeah. The and you've got like, you've got like, yeah, but you've got like 20 guys in your list. 21 plus two small teams. Well, Three. one of them wasn't one of them a sniper who advanced deploys anyway? No, a flamethrower and a bazooka. Okay, yeah, those guys on your ride. Yeah, those that's guys stuff, that's on stuff's your ride. heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's. I think that's basically my whole list. Three veterans. Jeff, there's, there's still a slot for you to play, too, by the way. Uh, I'm working on clearing that one with the uh, the other half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little tricky, but... Um, so, yeah, I'll work on that some more. And then I've been working on, like, paperwork shenanigans for both Recon Rumble and Operation Snafu that I have to really get done, so... He's making your uh, he's making your packets look real pretty. I'm trying. Like they do, they look pretty good. I'm not sure. Say like lot the I mean, I, if it was me, it'd all be Comic Sans and PowerPoint. So, you know. <laughs> well, we's not PowerPoint. Yeah, but we Rick had a little bit of a snafu this weekend. Somebody may have stolen his laptop and had all the shit on it. Thankfully, all the files were backed up, but it took me a, a week to get the the files openable again. I didn't have the right. software I needed, so it was a lovely week of frustration for me. Coincidentally, um, but, we're raffling a new laptop that I'm donating. <laughs> you can't, it's got plenty can't, of top-end <laughs> software, graphics design. You can't, yeah, except you can't actually open it because it's all encrypted and password it's protected. It's been decrypted. Hey, hey, it says as-is on it. Yeah, yes, right. there you yeah, go. There's a lot of as-is laptops. Slightly used. Slightly used, yeah. yeah. Jesus. No, so it, it's a little bit, of, you know, took, took a lot of, uh, I lost a week of time on all this stuff, so... It doesn't matter. But anyway, so that's This my, is why that's you remember when we were 10 weeks out, I said there's only six <coughs> weeks left. And the funny thing is I was actually working on it. Like, I've been working on it as much as I could. Um, you guys were still feeding me scenarios pretty pretty late. Yeah, I was really late on that one scenario. So, like, it was getting it all built out. Like, it's all built. It's just now we just got to finish and finalize everything, and then I can get them printed at the printer. So it's not going to be a big deal, but I would have loved to have gotten them out to all of the people beforehand, but... Whatever, I don't think it would change any of their lists. Apparently, they are all, everyone has basically painted themselves into a corner for this tournament, right. which is it's kind of cool that everyone's going to be bringing new stuff. I do like that aspect of it, is that it sounds like a lot of people are bringing stuff specifically oh, yeah. for this tournament. But if we throw it through a curveball at them, they may not be able to adjust because they've literally painted just exactly what their list is. So, so okay. good. Curveballs that I throw tend to be ones that you can adjust to with whatever yeah. you got. I, I don't feel like any of the curveballs for our tournament, and we'll get into some of this maybe a little bit later, is not, like, nothing is not, you can't do anything if you don't have this thing or that thing. You still can do it. You might get bonuses if you have certain things in your mm-hmm. list. Exactly. Right. Like, there's incentive exactly. to have some things, but it's not like it's you can't do it if you don't have it. Right. So, all right, Jeff, what have you been working on? I think, well... Can you, you can't even talk about all of it, but what have you been working on? <laughs> you can say terrain. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's go with that terrain. Um, I've been finishing. I've got four four of the boards are ready to roll for Snafu. The fifth board is actually ninety nine percent done. There's like two things I'm doing to it this weekend to complete it. Is that and the that's top our, secret one? That is our top secret one. Yeah. Okay. But all the doom, pieces doom, are ready doom, to doom. go. So. I'm literally just doing a couple cosmetic things to it, and it should be ready. And hopefully it looks as awesome as I think it looks in my head. <laughs> well, Isn't I mean, that half the trick? Yeah. yeah. The other side is when you 
it does look awesome, but you don't think it's done, and you can't figure out how to make it better, and then then you just hate it. Yeah, you're right. You see all the flaws, and it's like you you're more you're your most you're your worst critic, right? So, Absolutely. Um, but this this one, because I've got parts of this one sitting out on my hobby table downstairs, and every time I walk by it, I'm just like getting giddy. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with this. One. <laughs> I am. I'm actually very excited to see it. So yeah. I, I kind of want you not to send me pictures, though. <laughs> like I don't know that I really want to see it until I see it in person, but I don't know. That's whatever. fair. We'll see. We'll see how nervous I get when I when I, when I finish it off this weekend. I'm taking a picture of it and I'll see how I feel about it. If I send okay. it to everybody else, okay. I'll be like, "Oh God, help me!" <laughs> but no. Okay. So I've been I've been busting my tail on that, and then have I painted any actual bolt action stuff other than terrain? I don't know. I've got so much stuff painted, I don't even remember anymore. I'm working on a Crossley Tender. That's a bolt-action model I picked up from Trenchworks. It's... Love you, what? A Crossley yeah, exactly. Tender? Yeah, that's what they call it, man. It's an old British World War One truck. I'm going to give it to my poles, and they can have a transport. It sounds like an Elvis song. It does, kind of, right? I love the name, though. Yeah, it's Crossley Tender. That's a pretty that's... cool name for it. Exactly. I'd be, I'd be a little like more worried about the Burn and Love one, I guess. <laughs> you never want that. Ooh. <laughs> Probably who cared about that one. So, right, right. And for Warlord stuff, I've painted, I don't know, fifty Blood Red Skies planes in the last month. I think. Yeah, you're you're like one for one with the air air force. It's getting there. close. It's getting yeah. real close. It's kind of <laughs> ridiculous. I have an unopened box of Test of Honor sitting here. I haven't even looked at it yet. But they yeah. had that sale, and it was too good a deal to pass up. I mean, it's, yeah, practically giving them away. Basically, yeah. One week after I ordered the starter in a box, <laughs> I told you they were just waiting for the sucker to buy something. Like, okay, Pat folded and bought something. Let's go ahead and put it all on sale. <laughs> Everything yeah. he hasn't bought yet, we're putting on sale, so he buys it all. Yeah. yeah I, I'm it's in the same boat. Came pretty close. Plan. I came pretty. I think I got everything on the sale. So. Yeah, I've got everything I ever need to play the game now. So I'm super. I'm super stoked. For yeah, that. definitely an interesting model. You don't need a lot of things to play that game, which is really nice. Which is but. super nice, yeah. Super nice. And then, uh, God, what else? <sighs> Painted a bunch of non-Warlord stuff. That's, you know, just to, because I can. You know, that's how I roll. Uh, down low. Yeah, right? Some then, other miniature some other thing. thing. Yeah. Dude. And then I've been testing out these new air paints, these new airbrush paints, and I friggin' love them. So. Yeah, I mean, what, what were they called again? Mission? Mission Models. Mission Models. Yeah, the Hub Hobby by us just stocked them one day, and I was like, huh. I bought two bottles, and I was like, well, I'll try it out, right? Came home, ran them through the airbrush, and I was like, dude, these freaking rock. So I've got, I'm slowly replacing all my model air paints with these. Okay. But they're yeah. like, they're big bottles. I mean, they're, they're full fluid ounce bottles, but they're also like six bucks a pop, so. They're, they're not cheap, I don't remember they're that. They're not cheap. <laughs> Where did you pick them up? Did you pick them up by the one by me? Or did you pick them up? No, there's, so there's a Hub Hobby up here off 36 and Rice Street. Right. I, mean, so I say they, up here, it's still like 10 miles from me, but... It's, not it's on the way to my office. And it's still in the South Metro. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I it's was on the way to my office. how much they were pushing them, because they were pushing them at my store by me. Um, so the Hub Hobby that I go to off Rice and 36, they don't really push anything. They kind of just hang out behind the counter and talk model trains and model RC cars, which is fine, because, I mean, I'm there. I know what I want anyway. <laughs> They're super helpful if you have a question, but they generally leave you alone otherwise. I prefer that to the, can I help you find something? What are you looking for? Are you interested yeah. in this? Yeah. 
No, I do too. That's I'm why just, I go there I'm instead just, of driving over to the other one. I'm just looking for ideas, man. It's all right. Yeah. Thanks. Is Don't okay duck if, it up. You're going to hurt yourself. Right. Is it okay if I just wander your store and look at all these models for like 30 minutes? Because that's what I'm kind of here to do. Right. And maybe what? buy some paint. And I wouldn't say they were pushing them. It was not, that's not maybe the wrong word, but they were. I was looking at Model Air, and he's like, "Hey, if you check these out, this is the new line we're starting to carry, and they're supposed to be." He's like, "They, they are way nicer than those." Yeah. He, he did give me the pros and cons. He's like, "They're more expensive, though. You yeah. do get more, but they're more expensive." And I will say the the I don't know the correct technical term for the viscosity of your paint. I like how they flow. And I like the higher pigment count, and they paint and settle really nice on the miniatures. So, big often, fan. How often does it clog up your airbrush? Uh, so far, less frequently than the model airs. Okay. Yeah, usually about two color changes the model air, and I'm cleaner yeah. out just to yeah. avoid that. So the one thing is, is that I thought was kind of funny about it, this is a hobby thing for your airbrush people out there, is that the company recommends you spray these at a really, what I think is a low PSI, like 16 to 20. I usually run at twenty. That's okay. Like, what do you normally run at? Oh, dude, when I'm when I'm running some stuff, I'll crank my thing all the way up to sixty. Jeez, holy geez. cow! Are you filling up tires? <laughs> no, well, I mean, I could. No, I mean, it's I, there's certain things when I, especially if I'm doing base coats and primers, I love thinning them out and cranking my air pressure way up. Do you just blast through paint? Uh, only if you if you take your brush, if you pull the trigger all the way back and go wide open, oh, yeah, you'll drain a cup in, like, three seconds. Yeah, I'm like, I, I shoot at 12. Yeah. Like, that. Yeah, yeah. that's, like, normal. But if you got really good finger control on the trigger, you can get really nice effects at that pressure. Your sure. wife must really be happy. <laughs> just saying. I, I have fairly good brush control, but that's just, like, I feel like it's almost unnecessary. I guess I've well, never tried to. Fi- I've tried to probably never have tried to go that high. So right. I, I and guess, let's be fair. Um, no one's ever accused me of being the best airbrush painter in the world. So no, you're fine. I think we've always said you put out a fine quality at a very high rate of speed. Yeah. Right. That's the biggest that, thing. Is you're fast. <laughs> and they look very nice in tabletop <laughs> and tabletop nice, Yes. Right. So I mean, like you know, but yeah. So these these want to be sprayed a lot lower than I'm used to spraying. It. I, evidently. Yeah, now that you put that context in it. Right. Well, okay, so, spoiler alert, the other thing about spraying at those really high pressures is you never clog. <laughs> <laughs> that is my normal unclogging method, is just crank the shit out of it and spray until it pops. Right. And, like, it, it works, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh, I disassemble, clean everything, and put it back together. Yeah, that, that must be that, a there's a different. There's the difference in personalities right there, I can tell you right now. <laughs> just me, like, yep. I'll just crank it until the stupid clog comes out, and then you're like, all right, I'm good. Let's keep moving. Yeah. No, yeah, and, then, 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 yeah. and, and then I have to take the whole damn thing apart, clean it 100%, and put it back together. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. nine times out of ten, I'll clog three times more, and then I'll do exactly the same thing because I'll get yes. frustrated as hell. Right. I mean, I bought an ultrasonic cleaner for cleaning some of the parts of my airbrushes. So I should bring mine over to your house and just dump it in there because that. No, I just bring the cleaner with me. It's not very, it's like the size of a football. Right, and just bring it, and we'll just dump all our sure. shit in there on a Thursday right. night and let it. Yeah, just everybody throw your needles in or whatever else you want to clean and throw it in. Yeah, I need to buy some more needles, too, because I broke all of mine. So. Airbrush cleaning party. How do you break needles? I don't, well, I don't know. Well, I can tell you I broke mine. <laughs> right. I, 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 was been, put, I have I a, I have a paintbrush holder, right? Sure. Or an airbrush holder, right? I picked up at uh, Harbor Freight, and it'll hold four. I've only got two, and I put one in the thing, and I was done spraying. And right after I set it in there, the damn thing tipped forward and landed right on the needle. Lovely. Right out of the holder, right onto the table, right on the tip of the needle. And I was like, so 
well, they weren't twenty bucks or eight bucks or whatever they cost. I, I mean, not not they're not inexpensive. To my defense, Pat, I'm used to having a needle guard on mine. Like you know, you got the two little two prong needle guard, and I ended up getting a new badger, and I didn't come with a needle guard. Ooh yeah. And like you know, like you do one stupid thing that you were used to not like ever having a problem with, and you're like, eh, there's a bent needle. So mm-hmm. I've done that okay. a couple times. I think I dropped yep. one into the tile, and it just went doing. That was the other one. I think I lost yeah, I, that one. Yeah, I dropped one once. Yeah, right. And it takes like one. nothing to bend them. No, it takes. Yeah, they're pretty. They, they go just tiny. fine. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, right. I think they have that super fine tip for a reason, right? Yeah, I love the fine tips, man. I try to do everything with an airbrush. Saves I've got super lazy. Everything's airbrushed now. I hate brush brush painting anything if I can help it. Yeah. Cool. So, all right, but I so think Pat, that's about all my hobby there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Jumping the gun there, Pat. So, what have you been working on? Uh, can you check on the last episode? See what I said? No, I can't. Actually, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so I've that. got all the Operation Snafu and Renegade tables done. I've got a small army's worth of objective markers that I finished yeah, up. Nice. And. Excuse me, and so actually that's not even happened. So I've got, I've got twenty. I think I have forty objective markers just for recon rumble because there's two different ones and there's two per board on ten tables. So yeah, and then I did. We got like thirty for Operation Snafu. Yeah, somewhere in that ballpark. So okay. that was that was that was entertaining, especially given that my three D printer is still down because I'm afraid to start splicing wires to replace the hot end and do all that fun stuff. I'd rather try and find something that has my same eight pin connection that I can oh. just do a plug and swap on rather than having to rewire everything. Don't blame me there. And I'm not having a whole lot of luck with my Aren't you Google an engineer? <laughs> yeah. The trouble is it's a very unique connection and it's only the TiVo Tornado and the CR10 are the only ones that have it. Okay. And I'm not 100% positive that they're the same between the two. Oh I yeah, that's a problem. To, I haven't been able to find that out yet. I So from my understanding is they're the exact same model. It's like literally one is like a clone of the other one. Like one's like just straight up Chinese knockoff of the other one. Right. Like the TiVo is like essentially the a TiVo's knockoff the, of the Create, create League. Yes, exactly, because it was there first. Yeah. But may, maybe not. Yeah, it's worth investigating more. It's an interesting dilemma. But I Well, would, actually, I, so ahead. interesting side note on the you know, diverse engineering thing is, so there's, uh, I think it was the fishing company, Dawa or whoever it was, that they got so sick and tired of the Japanese reverse engineering because they're like a high-end uh, real type thing. Yep. I just... Anyway, this is the story I heard once I found really unique. So they actually put something in there that had absolutely no form or function to it whatsoever. <laughs> and when they, they went to reverse engineer it, they had to put it in there because they didn't know what it did, but it was in there, so it must be important. Right. So mm-hmm. and that's how they would were able to find out who was reverse engineering others. They just put dumb engineering things in there that didn't do anything, but they knew it was a mark that, hey, now you've completely copied our design. Right. Yeah, this like everything else. You, I could have you, some engineer could have come up with. This thing didn't. This thing was flourish. Doesn't do anything. It was just there to to basically catch you. Right? Yeah, and they'll do the same thing. Like actually, I'm in marketing, and they'll do the same thing to ads and shit like that. Where 
every every vendor will get a different mark. They won't know it's there. So sure. you can actually figure out who leaked whatever. Like, we're in Black Friday right now, so we can figure out who leaked our stuff if we ever, if anyone ever got caught leaking it. Because it'll all have, like, a secret mark on it. I hate when I get caught leaking. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, the worst. It's terrible. Yeah, it's not great. So, anyway, that's my 3D printer dilemma. So, I've had to go back to the old school ways of, you know, using modeling and paste and gluing stuff together and... You know, yeah, beating. not that the rest of her chomping at the bit for you to get that thing back online, though. Right. So, you know. Yeah, I know. Stuff, yeah. Print more I stuff. Need, print more stuff. I need to bite the bolt and actually just do it. Um, oh, so I've got six of my seven tables all packed up, and I even got the little blue seal tape, don't break this tamper evident thing, so I know that I have everything in there, and I don't <laughs> have to look at it again. <laughs> I just got one more to pack up, which I hopefully do tonight, and then somehow I got to figure out how in the hell I'm getting seven tables of train into my car and getting it over to the event. Yeah, I hear you there. Well, thankfully you live close if you have to make multiple trips. Yes. Right? Because you're like the closest by a lot. I am five miles. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm 25. <laughs> yeah. Not maybe multiple trips. Okay. But I only have five tables. You got seven. I think I can get all five in the car, maybe. Well, Plus, otherwise, otherwise, you know, the best way is maybe just dump them on on a previous Thursday. Like either get them to me or Pat or something or Dale. I'm full. Yeah, you're yeah, full. You're, yeah, <laughs> full. Actually, your best bet is to get them to Dale because Dale it lives is the second closest. So yes, yeah. Not to speak logistically on the air, but that's that makes the most sense. Is getting them towards the venue is a great idea. Yeah, no, I agree with that completely. So, okay. Uh, and then other, also I'm putting together all of our glorious prize support and awards that we've been getting in from our lovely sponsors. Awesome. Yeah. So we should probably pause to take a moment to acknowledge them. That seems like a good idea. That seems so, like a great idea, Pat. You got the list, right? I got it right here in front of me. So Beautiful. aside from the pillar of the community, which is the source who gave us all of the gift certificates that will be for the Recon Rumble stuff, and they gave us all kinds of cool stuff, like the uh, Blood Red Skies, a bunch of starters for that. Sweet. Um, we got a whole bunch of stuff from Osprey Publishing, which their books are really cool, fun to read, chocked full of history and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a bunch of those last year, and I think they... I don't, I, I don't know, I was busy counting up the score. I don't know how anyone has received when they got their awards. Rick, you did that, weren't you? What when the what what when we did the raffle and stuff at the end of last year? Oh, I I didn't keep track of that. Quite honestly, didn't keep track of how anyone even reacted. Like, oh crap! I got I did. This. People liked them. Okay, there I, you I mean, go. People people bid for them, so there some there was some people that were very interested in them. This that we like. books are are baller. They are. I think they require. I, I think some people may not care for them just because they don't care about the history so much. But I think most bolt action players care and about we don't the history, care about those so people, it actually so works out. So. Generally speaking, if yeah, you, or at least yeah. I don't. If you play the game and it's about real world stuff, it doesn't hurt to learn about it. True. I, 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 maybe I'm taking it from like the everyman like that doesn't play bolt action. <laughs> maybe you don't care about it so much, but they are really cool, and I think that most bolt action players would love them. Hopefully, it should. Uh, We've got a returning sponsor in Zulk. Cedric nice. sent us uh, some cool stuff. And I know I remember we talked about, I think it was the Normandy building. That style was really popular. 
And I think he sent us at least two or three of those type of buildings. Sweet. Nice. Uh, he's also included a 10% or 20%, anyway, some sort of discount code that uh, all our players will have access to. Fantastic. That's nice, too, yeah. Um, also returning is GC Miniatures. Nice. That's okay. Alan, right? That's Alan, yep. So yeah. he's gotten, uh, he's throwing in some GCs for all five of our Operation Snafu winners. Nice. Uh, and then some other discount codes to be used as well. Which is nice. rad. And then uh, he also gave us uh, some pretty cool things with a nice little custom logo for us, which we all loved immediately and all promptly ordered another one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I think, I think he just sent us, he sent us two? Uh, he sent us two, and now we have like 19. Yeah. Yeah. Nineteen or we were like, wait a minute, this is yeah, like these are too cool not to just get more of them right now. So oh my let's God, do this yeah. and like Amazing. pull the trigger. And yeah. he's, he is smoking fast with his shit. Like like he can he turned those around in like two days. Yeah, and he he totally he totally pulled my leg hard on that one too, because he's telling me, Oh yeah, you know, to get that, that laser etcher or whatever on there, it takes a long time. I'm like because we had asked, because Dale wanted to paint up couples who wanted some disassembled. I'm like, well, can you send the disassembled ones first so we can get painting on them? He's like, uh, mail goes out tomorrow. They're already packed. I can't do anything about that. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. I'm used to 3D printing takes a long time. Right. <laughs> yeah. By a long time, you mean like three minutes each? What? Right. Um, and yeah, he, also really cool. th- he also threw in a couple of his buildings and stuff in there, too, in addition okay. to a discount code for everybody and the GCs oh, that I mentioned. Awesome. Uh, we've got, of course, Warlord Games. They'll be sponsoring us. Discount code. I don't think they're doing the sprues anymore. They're just giving out like a, a 10% or 15% code that they'll be able to use on a purchase. Okay. That's fine. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the weird thing about the sprues was like sometimes you got the one you wanted. I mean, like, okay, I got here Grenadiers. I've got 50 of them already. What's another right. three? Or I've got some Japanese guys. Well, I didn't really plan on collecting Japanese guys, and and it's not quite enough to instigate like instigate you buying a Japanese army, right? Like and it's I think only that's like three or four dudes. You're like, yeah, it's not enough. But giving you a discount and letting you buy the thing you want to buy that's probably more beneficial to all anyway. Yeah, and that was cool. my feedback to him on last year, and so it sounds like that was pretty common across most of the tournaments. So. That's what they're doing, and he's also coming up personally, and he's uh, he's saving the postage and going to be bringing us some extra goodies. He said, "That's sweet, awesome." awesome. So, in, in addition uh, to like trying to tease us into like seeing stuff that we shouldn't be seeing. Yes. Okay. So maybe Good we'll have some cool too, stuff yeah. to talk about in the next Bolt Action podcast. Well, I'm awesome. for sure looking forward to seeing that cruel seas since I went ahead and pre-ordered it. <laughs> yeah, I really hope he brings a uh, like a demo of that. That'd be really oh, cool. I guarantee it. Yeah. Okay, good. I, I cool. almost guarantee he's going to. He's going to have a truck full of demos. That's okay with me. That, that sounds great. Yeah. That'd be a good time. Okay. And then we've got a couple of new sponsors this year. Uh, Crescent Root Studios. Ooh. Yeah. They're, okay. they're legit. They do some fantastic stuff. If you haven't checked them out, they're pretty cool. Their stuff is amazing. It's all pre-painted. Nice premium work. Uh, he sent us something in the 28 millimeter line, so we just got one building for it. But I mean, it's one of those larger buildings, so it looks pretty sweet. I was really tempted just to squirrel that into my collection and not acknowledge that we got it, but can't do that. <laughs> that would not be correct. Yeah, this is much nicer <laughs> of you to do. 
Yes, yeah. and it's actually way more fun to give it away and see someone really enjoy it. So. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, it looked cool. Next one we got. This is Micro Art Studios. Okay. Oh wow. So they've sent us some uh, some GCs for the main three winners. So. Uh, the two veteran access and ally player, the veteran access and the veteran's ally, and the uh, full Monty will all be nice. receiving one of those gift certificates from Micro Studios. And I uh, also double checked on their website. It looks like through the end of the year, they have free shipping on everything over $25. Well, that's fantastic. It's yeah, Poland, that's so that's really fantastic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> free shipping from Poland. Yeah. Wow. Okay. How fun is that? Pretty fun. <laughs> At least it was the weekend I was on there. Maybe they just said, whoa, hey, get that off. What are you doing? <laughs> We're losing Stop. too much money. We're not doing that anymore. No, the funny thing is is that I've, I've, I guess I've never paid attention to them, but it, I've always, like, well, I paid attention to MicroArt Studios for other games. I just never thought of them for bolt action, but I'm, like, looking at stuff. And I guess you could make some of these work pretty well, like the basing and stuff. Mm-hmm. You could make some of these work. Um, maybe not the skull bases, but... Well, I mean, you want to play that uh, K forty seven, you know? Yeah, you could definitely get in some of that stuff. Werewolves and zombies. And... I mean, well, we we do know that uh, you know all our players aren't deadlocked in the fact that they only play bolt action. That is is also very true. So, um, and they sell more than just, I believe they sell more than just uh, that anyway. Oh, they have, <coughs> they have a ton of stuff. Yeah, they do. They have. Uh, I I just realized they have mats. Yeah. Who knew? They got a ridiculous amount of stuff. So wow. they're pretty cool. Yeah, this a really lot cool. of it really fits into the the infinity theme and they've got some other stuff that fits into a lot of their themes too. So Well, go. I just noticed they have uh tokens for other games as well now. That's that's a new thing. Who knew? Cool. All right. So there's lots of stuff you can buy. Interesting. Yeah. That's so, uh, that's totally awesome. That's who we got. And well, that's, that's absolutely fantastic. We certainly appreciate all the sponsors and absolutely people because yeah. you really make these things enjoyable for all our players. And again, Pat, thank you for wrangling that for us because I don't I don't think I could follow through on all of this stuff. You've done a great job of doing that for us. Yep. You keep you keep a spreadsheet. <laughs> you say yeah. that, but. I don't do spreadsheets very well. Yeah, I'm an artist. I don't do spreadsheets for much of anything, quite honestly. Yeah, engineering. Spreadsheets are my life. So, Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of that, I'm actually actually right now just finally getting a start on the actual scoring Excel spreadsheet that we'll be using for Recon Rumble and Operation Snafu. Okay. Hoping to avoid our whole Zone A-B phenomenon that occurred last year (laughs) yeah i gotta i gotta work on your name cards too yeah just just do the just the numbers don't do anything else that's all we can handle (laughs) right anything else just confuses us yeah the biggest problem is is we had to like change the configuration last year too that didn't help us at all yeah that last second drop was well like moving the tables around because they they didn't set it up the way we'd expected them to Right. And like, we can expect that to happen again. Yeah, I mean, that's just a given of a con, but it's just it, it messed with all the zones and stuff because I'd written all the zones on all the table cards. And like, whoops, maybe shouldn't have done that. So, yeah, yeah we'll see what we have to do, we'll, what kind of uh, thinking we'll have to do when we get there. Yeah. I but think we'll have to think. We're better prepared this year. 
No, not really. But yes. <laughs> no, but yes. No, but yes. We are better prepared. We have, we have one's tournament under our belt. Right. We're no longer inexperienced. Now we're regular. <laughs> and and high fiber. We're not quite. Uh, yeah, we're not quite uh, veteran yet. No, <laughs> we're getting there though. Waiting for field promotion. That works. Okay. All right. Well, I guess that uh, probably wraps up the the hobby stuff, right? I mean, I hope so. I don't know. There was that. It seemed like a lot of stuff. That's what we do. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we're just we're just filling the time while you guys keep painting your painting your miniatures and doing your training. That's, <laughs> Seems to be the listening. case. That's good that they, well apparently people find us soothing enough to paint to. I'd be like losing my mind. Tiny bubbles. <laughs> Are you gonna sing songs now? I that that's all. That's I just know that. Sorry. Oh okay. I'm all out. right. So why don't we jump into rules then? Because uh, we're done with hobby stuff. We've been playing some games. Um, I feel like the first rule came up because somebody else, uh, we can call them out, Wahoo Warrior posted a video, and I think some people, it, it may have raised some questions with some people. So, you know, he, he was not, I will point out right away, he was not wrong. Mm-hmm. There was nothing wrong with his video. He was absolutely correct. Anyway. So I have not seen the video. I've only answered the question that we're about to talk about like, uh, right. three times yeah. within a week. Well, yes. I, I mean, I think this is, a, it's, so if you haven't gone to watch the Wahoo Warrior, he's starting a new series, um, basically talking strategy about individual units, correct? Is that what they are? That's what it, it seems to be, yeah. Like and he, I'm going to throw a pitch in to recommend watching them. Yeah. I, I, I've not watched all the way through them yet, and I know he just posted a new one for MMGs, like some media machine gun teams. Mm-hmm. So, and like how to use them and what to do with them. But his first one was on snipers, and it was directly asked at us because they were confused... And I don't know that I don't know why he decided not to go to Wahoo Warrior. It doesn't matter. Um, small team like a mortar, like weapon teams versus yep. field artillery. What is the difference with snipers? Because I think that was a. I I know that when I initially started that that was confusing because I felt like snipers were really overpowered. Yes. It turns out that they weren't, right? So well, big... it turns out that they're not as broken. <laughs> right. So they're they're medium broken. Right. Right. So essentially what happens, right? So correct me if I'm wrong, Pat, is You're that wrong. a sniper is always counted as uh what is it called? It's not superficial. It's the other Exceptional. one. Exceptional. 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 There we go. Superficial. It's superficial damage. No. It's, it's the opposite. Yes, it doesn't you, do anything. You gave damage. me a hangnail. <laughs> right. So it can always kill the mortar in a mortar team. Right. You can you always kill team model. weapons. Yep. MMG, mortar. Yep. Because you get to pick whatever model in the unit, and you can pick the weapon, which essentially yes. kills the whole unit. Artillery, on the other hand, are not the same thing. They're not, an, they're not a small team. They're not big, right. giant chunks of metal. Right. Pretty hard for a sniper to like actually shoot and destroy that. Unless he's got the trick shot rule. <laughs> which Warlord hasn't come out with yet. Thankfully, so. let's right. not get into some weird crazy theater selector there, I'm sure. <laughs> Could be. Probably one of those Russian sniper chicks, right. has it? Yeah, the, this would the, like the worst, yeah, the, or the worst, the best sniper. I can bend bullets now all of a sudden. So that's that was what the question was, is like, so if I have field, field artillery, no, a sniper cannot kill it. It can take guys off of it, but it can't yeah, kill can, the actual gun. It can put pins, it can take guys off. Yep, yep. But really, your your bread and butter is shooting your sniper at a mortar or an MMG, 
those oh, things yeah, go away. Yeah, delete those teams all day yeah. long. Like it's it really unfortunate. Makes those makes those go away pretty quick. Because so. the the big key here in the rule is the fact that the gun is is one of the models. Right. Exactly. And and when that model is removed, the whole model or the whole unit is removed. Then the whole unit yep. is removed. Yep. Yes. So that's the kind of the sad part about it. I agree. It's like that's that kind of stinks. Like these dudes wouldn't just run away because their mortar just got shot out. They figure something out. Well, see, what they what they define in that shot with the exceptional damage is that it, it has damaged the weapon in some way, and right. that's why the troop disbands. Right. I mean, so mortars sense. are a little more fragile than a field artillery piece. Yep. Uh, the machine gun, you know, a stray bullet could, in fact, put a machine gun out of damage, or out of commission, rather. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but you're talking about this big thing that has controlled explosives booming through it all day long a little tiny bullet isn't going to do a whole lot to it so i like to think that field artillery are essentially sniper proof yeah and and they essentially are so they can't be exceptional damage off now however should you hit something that should a heavy weapon hit it and do exceptional damage then it can take it out up to and including a heavy machine gun if you roll dam roll the damage you do damage and then you roll your having damaged dice that that's like a weird way to say that. And you, <laughs> and you get the exceptional damage, then you can remove the entire field artillery piece at that yes. stage. As long as, as long as it was a heavy weapon. Right, it had to be high explosive, essentially, or, or highly... It has to be a heavy AP weapon. Have you, yeah, okay. Has to have a has to have a pen value. A, yep. Any pen value will kill it if you get exceptional features. If you, so you ch- choose, okay. Yep. Which would make sense. Why would you not kill the artillery piece if you could? Okay. Um, so then in line with this, because this came up, I think this came up on Thursday night, like last night, literally. It, it did, yes. Yeah, so the re, remanning artillery. Like, I think people forget you can reman artillery, but it's not so, so easy. When you've killed off all the guys in the unit, say there's four or you did half damage and they failed the morale and they, they ran away, the artillery, again, being one of the models in the unit, stays there. Yep. Till the end of the game. Oh, till the end of the game. Till okay. the end of the game. Yeah, Dave corrected me on that one. I thought it was just the end of the round. I'm like, gosh, that's really tough. But those days are to the end of the game. (laughs) And if you have dudes within 12 inches in in artillery, they can go reman that gun, get her up and firing again. So I'm I'm curious about this. So so the the artillery that's still up and running would have to issue a run order and run over there and do it, right? That's kind of the basic premise of it. And so they have to be within 12. Because the artillery unit can't like leave an artillery piece and just be out in no man's land, right? It has to be moving from one artillery piece to the other. Yep. And it has to so essentially a twelve-inch run is what they need. So, so here we go. Well, right from page ninety-six under the category of recruiting guns, it's like they're planning on it. All right. Any number of crew models can be moved from one gun to another within twelve inches, either to reinforce an existing crew or to man an abandoned gun. Okay. So my question about that then is, so, okay, you have an 88. It's got, what, seven dudes? Eight guys. Seven or eight, eight guys. guys. Yeah. It's got a whole freaking squad on it. Right, it's got a squad, essentially. Can you move half of them over to the other one? Any number of crew models. Okay, so you, can, yeah. so you could, so if you had two 88s and one gets shot to hell, you can run half your crew over to the other one and man both of them again. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, and that's when you want to have the one with extra crew, so you have seven guys on the gun to send a few over. Right. Right. That's, that makes a huge difference for that one anyway. Or you have a different artillery piece. You don't have to have two 88s. Well, the heavy is, two, what, five-man? Uh, and you don't suffer penalties until you get 
down to one. One. Right. Yeah. No, I mean that's that's significant. So I'm trying to remember you know, how many are on the heavy, but it's it's four or five. It's five, five on a heavy. Five. Okay. Yep. Four and medium. More than I do. Yep. So. Okay. Three light, four medium, five heavy, and then the German eighty-eight has a special where it can get seven seven guys. I think two extra guys. Yeah. It sounds right. It's it's seven or eight. It's a it's a huge number of dudes for it's a thing. A big crew. But I like that. That's kind of cool. Like you can kind of keep your guys running for a while as long as you're keeping your stuff near each other. I suppose. And then, and then here's the reverse of it. So remember we talked about that exceptional damage destroying their artillery? Yeah. The crew get to stay there, and they can remand a gun if they have one within 12 inches. That's the one that they have to do by the end of the turn. Yeah. Got it. Otherwise, the crew is removed. So the crew do yep. not get removed if the artillery piece gets blown up. Not right away. Not right away. They they and have, they have until the end of the turn, else. essentially, to be given an order to go man another gun. Yeah. So Now, of course, if you don't have any other guns to man, you might as well just pull them. Yeah, you just pull them right. off. Uh, well, unless you really want to keep that order dice in the bag, I'm just saying, like you might want the odds. Sure, you, know, you, can, you can argue that they would stay regardless until the end of turn if they haven't fired already. Um, well, I was going to ask about this. Could they? They can they can they run over to a crew that's already there? Yeah, they can reinforce a, a right less. Uh, <laughs> so your eighty eight blows up, and they can go run and help a heavy, like. <laughs> it could be like 15 yeah. dudes on this gun. All right. Talk about too many cooks in the kitchen. That <laughs> <laughs> like, would be like over overkill for what it is. But like three of them would be like, nine, that's wrong. Don't do that. All right. Um, so what's the next one? Shit, I just clicked off the agenda. Assaulting transports. Oh, this is always fun. This one's always a pain in the butt. When it's gross. there's yeah. guys inside. Meaning yeah. they're they're hauling troops or whatever, and someone declares the little charge, and they get there and they touch the you know the hood of the transport or whatever. All the dudes in back jump out and fight. Everybody gets out. <laughs> Everybody gets out. Oh, sorry, not necessarily. If there's more than one unit on board, the defender chooses which unit gets out. Yes, yeah. it's whatever so one. It's unit only one unit. Out. Yep. Right. So I mean, don't go throwing your lieutenant to defend the you know the twelve guys inside the. Well, but maybe you do want to do that because then maybe the truck does something else with the whatever inside there. Uh, sure, maybe. Strategy might play a role in that, but typically, no, you're going to throw your your assault engineers out there or whatever is in the truck. So, and it is not treated as a simultaneous combat. Oh, it's not. It's not. Uh, being inside a transport is not the same as a defended position. Yeah, right? That kind of makes sense. Like you're jumping out of the back of a freaking truck. You're not exactly prepared for fighting, typically. Right, right. and you also can't. The guys inside can't shoot uh, when they're more than six inches away. Right. They again, they're in a truck because they're not on the table. Is the now, best way to think of it. No, if a truck has an MMG on it, though, it can still shoot. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's normal, provided it hasn't already done stuff. Right. Fair, but. Uh, eh. I, I'm like this doesn't seem good. like this doesn't come up very often. I know this doesn't, but it again. I, it always becomes like, oh, well, who fights? How do you fight? Because basically, it doesn't so as far as placement goes. So you say your salt, the unit moves and can touch the truck. Now I get to place one of my defenders anywhere within six inches, and then that's where the combat actually happens. Correct. 
If yes. I remember correct, that is how it works. The defender basically gets to pick where the fight happens, and then a regroup happens from that position. I don't know if it's a single model or if it's like the whole unit, but you end up having to put your unit six inches away from the truck in any well, way I, you want. You could like do some. That's, your, that's your dismounting. I believe they actually have to come out and be in contact with the vehicle. Okay. But I'm trying to find the exact page, which naturally I'm not going to be able yeah, to you're be able to move on to a different topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, because that because I, I feel like I've read that rule before, and it's like no, they just get to dismount like normal. Not just not like normal. Okay. I, I, I believe they have to be in contact with the vehicle. It would make more sense if they did. But. Yeah. So that's probably not the case. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, the rules no. don't always make sense. I remember playing a game where you're like, this doesn't make sense, but it's also like to my advantage to move my unit this way instead of that way, and then you have to come to me. But yep. I, maybe we totally flubbed it and played it wrong, too. We would never do that. I, I would never get rules wrong. Why would you get the rules wrong? Well, if we got if you got to dismount as normal, I thought it was a dismount as normal, and I could move in any direction I wanted, and you were just always considered in base to base. But we might have been moving really fast that night too. I don't remember. It's a long time ago now. I feel like I haven't played a game of bolt action in quite a while. All right. If a transport vehicle is assaulted by enemy infantry, the vehicle itself can react by shooting as normal, as long as the charge within six inches away. And yeah, yeah. If for any OC, or if the vehicle does not perform defensive fire for any reason, the passengers will automatically dismount and prepare to fight, regardless of any orders already given to them or their vehicle. They may not make any other reaction to the charge, as the resulting close quarter combat is fought between assaulting unit and one of the units disembarking from the vehicle. If the vehicle is transporting more than one, yep, we mentioned that, and then it just stops. If there's a the largest unit you can pick. It doesn't say where you put them. That's awesome. Well, so, I mean, but it says they disembark. So their disembark rule is basically they get to be picked well, a spot within six that's, inches. That's dis, that's dismounting, not disembarking. Oh, is, is that, do they say disembark or do they say dismount in this? In this? It, it's probably nuanced. Disembark. But okay. do you know what? It's British, so dismounting and disembarking are probably kind the same, of the same. thing. They feel very, they're very synonymous with one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one could argue that you dismount as normal. And then the unit is considered in combat with you. But maybe there's an FAQ on this. We've probably opened more cans of worms than we've actually answered so far. Yeah, we're awesome <laughs> with this. This is awesome. All right, let's move, let's move on to the next one because pa- Pat's head's going to twitch My until he finds the answer to this one now. Um, assault FAQ versus open top. bastard, where are you? <laughs> See, I told you he's going to keep working on this one until then. So I don't know what this what this rule even re- is referring to is assaulting open top. So, so if you're assaulting a an armored vehicle and it's open topped, right? Sure. So some people think if you hit it, it destroys, like it's made of paper mache or something. Oh, like if it's got a seven up armor, right? Oh, because it's not soft skinned. Well, I yes, well, there are open tops that are soft skinned, but soft skin is different. Open top is only referred to armored vehicles, right? So soft you skin has a rule on its own, and then open top does a different thing. Yep. Yes. Yep. So oh. the open top vehicle, you make your your roll to hit on the vehicle, regardless if you already killed the guys are inside or not. Yep. And so you know that's if it has an advance, you need a six plus to do damage. If it doesn't have an order, you do need a four plus, and then those collective pluses become your pen value. 
Now, should you in the pen value roll wound the vehicle, it's destroyed. You don't roll again on the vehicle damage chart. Say that again? So you don't roll on the chart at all? It's If you do any damage to an open-top vehicle, it is destroyed. Interesting. So say I have 10 guys that assault, and it doesn't have an order dice, so I'd roll my 10 dice, and I need 4s, and I get 5. 5 successes, 4 above, okay? Okay. So that becomes my pen value on the target roll. So I have right. a plus 5 to get to meter exceed 7. Mm-hmm. And now normally when gone. you do that, you would then roll on a damage chart if it were like a, a tank or something. Or soft-skinned? Soft-skinned, yes. You, if you get a 6 plus, you roll on the chart. Right. But this is specifically talking about assaulting. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, Assaulting, sorry, not shooting. Makes a right, huge right. difference. And, You're right. Okay, got and, it. And open-topped are only on armored transports. They don't... Soft skin has its own got it. set of set of problems. Yes, I was thinking shooting because I'm like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, th- like you just don't roll on the chart. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay. But it, versus assaulting, correct. Okay. Yes. Right. That would be where the part was the assault versus open. <coughs> yeah, but it's not something you commonly see again. You don't see a lot of no, people assaulting. No, it's not. And, and you know, the, the kind of the reason why I threw this in, in here is because uh, the Recon Rumble is going to have armored transports that have a lot of open tops to them. Yep. Sure. And it, well, so. it's also interesting because, I mean, why would you assault it? It's probably going to die anyway if it's a transport. Right, but there are a lot of open-topped armored cars. And As well. True, there's that. You're right, actually. Good point. You know. Like, that are not transports, correct? Yeah. Not a, They're not yep. all M4s or... And besides, LBC it may not... Buffaloes. You may not want to wait for the end of the round to, for it to be removed, because it might get a chance to move away before you get to do anything. True, true. Yep. There is always that. I'm just throwing it out there that sometimes you may just want to just leave it there and it'll die on its own. But, okay. And this is why... Never mind. <laughs> um, I will say that again a rule to also bring up with all of this like assaulting transports is if they've made a run order with their transport you cannot assault it like, keep that yes, in mind fast. remember that way too fast and also yeah. no one's getting off that transport right nobody jumps out but you same can't thing with assaulting any type of vehicle that has a run order it just can't happen right so there you go you can keep your vehicle safe from being assaulted by just giving them run orders you won't be able to do much else with them, but yeah, you can do I was, that. I, I was thinking about this. So I was just thinking this. So can you run and only go like an inch? Sure. Like you've just issued a run order and it just like literally did nothing. Because I guess you could technically do that. Yeah, that's your order, though. Right. Well, right. That's enough to get you past like the like you're protected from being assaulted. You also didn't get to shoot. You didn't or do anything with it. Do anything yes. else. Yeah. True. And now just throwing you, it out there. Well. Yeah throw it out there well if you if you tank assault too not that that matters for recon rumble but you're issued a run order and then you run over stuff and then you're safe basically from being assaulted okay so if you're talking about running over stuff where you're doing tank shock yeah you must move a minimum of right your move and a half right so yeah. if you're moving six inches you must move a minimum of nine inches to, to yeah. get the actual tank shock rules yes, yes you have to move quite a distance but I'm just saying is like you have a run you you've issued a run order to do that anyway. So boy, I couldn't okay. think of so many other things to do other than moving taking a run order to move an inch, not do anything else with it. <laughs> right with, my, with yeah. my biggest piece on the table. Well, I'm assuming they're not always the biggest piece. I'm thinking transports and stuff like that. But oh, I'm thinking Panther. Well, that, that's not open topped, and I would never do that with that. 
I mean, yes, that's a. We covered both the open top and the yeah, tanks. Yeah, fair. But I would not. Yeah, it, again, it depends on what you're talking about too. Sometimes it, we don't even know what we're talking about. Most of the time, also I true. don't. But a 300 point, a 300 point unit, yes. If you're just running an inch to prevent an assault, you're probably doing things wrong. If my opponent does that, I'm going to be like, "Good move. That was really creative. I'm really <laughs> you. stunned do, right do now." Do it again, please. Do it next turn. <laughs> yes, please. I, have, please. I applaud your brilliance. <laughs> Continue to stun me with your brilliance. Now here, I'm just going to go ahead and light up, put a Panzerfaust in the side, since you right. get out of the way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. Hey, let's put 10 Panzerfaust in this unit. It'll be fun. Man, I I'm not even sure how you can do that. You, there's no unit that can, unfortunately. But it'd be cool if you could. I would. Right. Panzerfaust rule. Right. They're really good. But how would you, like, obviously he wasn't using easy army then. I don't know. Battle scribe or some such. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that one's, that one's a lot. I will give him credit for, like, that one's a lot easier to screw up pretty easily. Like, oh, yeah. you hit the wrong, you fat finger one thing and it's, like, all messed up. It's a pain in the butt. That's I tried I using use it, it and I couldn't use it. Yep. Yeah, Fortunately, I, I, I know most of the army list fairly well enough that it, it takes a little bit for something odd to stand out, like, hey, wait a minute, this is suspicious. <laughs> Fair. Um, okay, so does that cover all of our rules then? I think it's well, all, all the ones we were going to talk about anyway. I, I, I think there's more rules in the game. Well, there there's are lots of rules here. in the game. You're right. There's no there's shortage. A couple here and there. <laughs> hey, can I can I throw one in just because it came up in the tournament I played in and it's kind of fun? Yes. Just because we've talked about it, but our, our listeners might not know it. <clears throat> Immobilized with a fuel shortage tank. Yep. So one of the selectors allows you to take your... Nice. Heavy German tanks with uh, fuel shortage, which means every turn you're rolling a die, and on a one, they've run out of gas and they become immobilized. So in the tournament round, I had a fella drive a Tiger II up into my face, and I said, I'm going to wait till you're point blank before I Panzerfaust you because I want to make sure I hit. And he rolled on the chart, and the chart came up immobilized. And I hit him with two Panzerfausts, and I got damage on it and rolled on the damage chart and came up with immobilized. Spoiler alert, two immobilized results equals dead tank. Womp womp. So the fuel shortage tank immobilized does count as the actual immobilized rule. Right. Yeah, I believe so, in the book it's even in, uh, listed in italics in that special rule yep. sector. So I know some people like to play with fuel shortage vehicles. Just be aware that's a concern. Yeah. It, it definitely is a, I mean, because how much are you saving? Do you said 10%? 10%. So, I mean, a Tiger II, that's a significant amount of, of, of it is. back. It but, is. But if he, had, if he didn't have fuel shortage, that tank would have survived. Yeah, that's kind of a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, when you already invest in that many points. You really don't want to lose it to running out of fuel. Well, that would suck. That and not being able to reposition it, I mean. And, you know, but I, I, I've if had... If those Germans s- had just had more fuel, we wouldn't have this discussion. <laughs> you yeah. know, if they, like, didn't attack everyone from every direction, they might have had some supplies at some point. Yeah, right. Like... What I was going to say, though, is a lot of times, and I've actually had some people like explain this, like sometimes your tank is only going to do one thing the, the whole game. So you pick your target, you do your thing, and then that's what it's done. It's done its job. It's, it does whatever it's supposed to do. You're using your tank wrong. Well, this is coming from someone fairly confident in the game. Like, okay. I'm not going to mention names because whatever. Um, <laughs> but the other thing about, and, and again, this okay. is also... What? Okay, because <laughs> whatever I like the nice. Um, it's it's cool. Whatever, keep going. Yeah, but the other thing about a, t- a tiger too is it's tiger fear. So placement 
matters some, but if you get it in a position where Tiger Fear is going to be playing a role, like it, it, it will be beneficial no matter where it ends up. If as long as it's it. in line of sight of a lot of things, right. yeah, it's great. So you got to play it right, obviously. But if you're like, if you're planning for it to always run out of fuel, it's not the end of the world. It's an interesting rule. Um, but yeah, you definitely don't want it to mo- immobilize and then get immobilized again and be like, well, shit, there it goes for. Well, if you don't like, move it, you don't have to roll. True, that's a good point too. You can get it in a position as long as you're like, oh, I, I didn't run out of gas. I'll wait until next turn. And I believe the result. So it's the result of one that it's out of fuel, and the result of two, it gets one more move, and then it's out of fuel. Right. Correct. So you could wait until you're like, I'm just not going to roll until I absolutely have to move somewhere. So I mean, it's really only a thirty percent chance. And if you if you're someone who feels you're lucky at dice, then you know. Yeah. Right. I tend to use my tanks more, much more aggressively. So like, I don't believe in using them as a big bunker. <laughs> right. In theory. You know, that could go out and knock off one of the tracks so you can stand there and mow down a single-file German army coming at you. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, if I was Brad Pitt, I might. True. <laughs> all right. So why don't we, uh, since we've covered all the rules and all that stuff, let's take a little break and we'll come back and we'll talk about Fall of Heroes. Coolest name for a tournament. I'm guessing it was in the spring, though, right? Winter, obviously. Yeah, okay, of course. And it was in autumn. Uh, an autumn tournament that uh, that Pat was supposed to go to and didn't show up, or you couldn't show up for. I'd uh, say let's not say I did it intentionally. No, I'm definitely not saying it's all. It's not your fault. Like you made the right decision by not showing up, and then <laughs> yeah. Jeff was able to come, and then Dale, who's on vacation, we gave him vacation day. Um, Dale and I played in it. Yeah, Dale played so. in it as well. I, I got I got a chance to stop by and visit, and honestly, the. 20 minutes I spent there, well, I was very clear as well. Why decision not to stay there all day? My, I would have been one hurting unit after that. More of a hurting unit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were already kind of in pain, weren't you? Yeah, uh, for, you know, as we've alluded to, I had a small minor, <laughs> had a back injury, had a spinal column injury. No. Yeah. <laughs> Sciatica, which is a, basically a pinched nerve in my back, which standing for long periods of time, and I mean long periods, I'm talking 10 minutes, was not an option. Right. So... A few young people out there that don't know how much that can hurt, trust us, it really hurts. <laughs> it does, and there's really no drugs that make it not hurt. Well, no. and a tournament's a bad situ- bad place for that to happen. So, Oh, the posturing alone, even if I could sit down, would have just been ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. No. So um, we'll come back and we'll talk about that and get the load on that and talk about Operation Snafu and Recon Rumble as well. Hey, good choice in the music, Rick. Yeah, it's always great. All right, All right back see you guys in a bit. three and a half minutes. Or so. Or two. Or so. Yeah. I don't know. Give or take. All right, we'll be right back. PFC, the CPL, SGT, the LT, CP, the OD, the MP, makes you do cappy. It's a GI man alive. Starts with a bugle blowing revelry over your bed when you arrive. Hey, Jack, that's a GI Jive. Rudely toot, jump in your suit, make a salute. Hurry, voot, after you wash and dress, more or less. You go get your breakfast from a beautiful little cafe they call the mess. 
Heroes, then, like I mentioned before. Uh, Jeff, why don't you tell us all about it? Because you're the only one that went. This is the field <laughs> tell us about your Jeff. fallen hero. <laughs> yeah, tell us about my fallen hero. Well, it was cold outside. I swear this never happens to me. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, okay, so fallen heroes, uh, Jason, a guy that swings by the club every so often there, put this one on. Um, and it's up. it was up at Phoenix Games in Osseo. Osseo, right. God, I don't know. A long effing drive for me is what it is. From where you live, yes. It's for like me, yeah. 10 minutes from my house. Yeah, yeah it's about an hour drive for me. It's literally across town. This must be why we uh, never visit each other, Jeff. Probably. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure this is the reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. distance. It's got to be. That's all it is. Uh, but anyway, so it's a three-round tournament. Um, and, what do we want to say? The theme was 1,250, and he said this one was okay to be a little more competitive at if you so chose. So you didn't have to feel bad about dragging out the big guns for this tournament. Um, I brought my Germans and I felt was very restrained by only bringing a single Nebelwerfer instead of also a Yeah, how badly do you want to open things up to dual platoons? Right. I don't because it gets gross fast. I know, it's disgusting. 1250 dual platoon. Oh, I could put some crap out there that would piss people right off. The Soviets would get really, really gross really quick. Ooh, yeah. Every, everything would get gross uh, I mean, really quick. Yeah, pretty much. You're right. Good point. Everything gets gross. 
So yeah, so I brought my fairly standard German list. I got a single Nebelwerfer in it regular. Um, oh, I, there were no restrictions in this one, so I did get to bring my Flamhetzer. Nice. So my Flamethrower Hetzer, which is <laughs> what I originally wanted to bring to every tournament because I freaking love the model. Um, and then three squads of regular army dudes, well, Grenadiers, uh, three assault rifles, two Panzerfoss each. Okay. Uh, full unit of Waffen SS fanatics with assault Yeesh. rifles. Ouch. Yeah. Well, they're my. Uh, they were going to be my. They're my Nachtjager units. So they're the guys with the big infrared scopes right. on their rifles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, my Uhu didn't show up quite soon enough, so I couldn't bring the full Nachtjager. What, hap- what happened force. to your what? 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 Yeah. So it's the half Ouch. track with a giant infrared light yeah, on it. Make pills for that. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to bring my full night fighting force. Is what I'm getting at. Just because it looks cool, even though it's stupid expensive and no one ever plays the night fighting rules. Yeah, it looks really cool, but I, I just would, couldn't get it done in time. I Challenge you, accepted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Recon Rumble will start at night. Man, they have such an advantage at night; it's ridiculous. I guarantee it. I can yeah. do this like Pat did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so very got... carefully, I'm lying to you. I will guarantee I that. Yes. Yes. So I've got them. They're it's a full unit. They got assault rifles. They're veterans. They're fanatics. They're they're a real tough unit. And then I brought a full unit. Ten Brandenburgers. How many? Um, I didn't give them any upgrades because they've already got rifles ten? and pistols. Ten? Yeah. I, I thought the people. I thought you just did the stock five just yeah, to jack with everybody. Yeah. No, I brought the full ten because they're tough fighting fanatics. Well, kudos to you. They're actually yeah. nasty. Yeah, they're nasty. They're a lot of points though too. Yeah. What are they like nineteen points a model? Uh, eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. So they're right up there, the same costing as like uh, the British SAS. Well, just just for the record, the Nachtjager guys with the assault rifles with the infrared scopes on them, twenty five a model. Ooh. And that's without body armor from the Russians, right? Right. That's that's no body armor, or nothing. Like they're so, actually wow. Why, why are they so expensive? Because someone thinks night fighting, being able to more or less ignore the night fighting rules is a gigantic advantage. Which, if you were going to determine that every game was fought at night, it is. Well, I mean, it's from a specific... Is that from a theater book? They are a general reinforced selector. They can be used in a general reinforced platoon. Right, right. No, I'm just asking you, were they part of a theater like theater book that were night fighting? Uh, in version one, yes. In version two, you'll find them in the back of your oh, armies of okay, Germany. Okay, so they book. included them in the... I say, weren't they, weren't they first introduced in Battleground Europe? Correct. Yeah. But most everything now, in Battleground Europe is reinforced platoon. Right, yes. w- and they are in the actual German army book. Okay, I was too. just looking at like if there was like a specific book that had a whole bunch of night fight scenarios, that would make sense for them to be so. Expensive. I really don't think so because <laughs> none of the other stuff seems to be night fighting ever. Uh, no one else has access to infrared weapons. Infrared weapons that I know of. Uh, there, like, there's a lot of night fighting, night fighting rules in that Australian book. What was that one called the, the campaign New Guinea? New or? Guinea? Yes. Yeah. Yes, there are some solid night fight rules for that one because they they rebusted out the whole muzzle flash counters and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah, I remember doing a couple of those scenarios and being like, "This is a lot of work." Yeah. To remember all this stuff. And that's what it really comes down yeah. to. Yeah. Yes. So just being able to ignore them is great. You're like, I don't have to worry about any of this stuff. Yeah. So for for a tournament, if that like is your first game, cool, fun, getting the flavor, real exciting. If that's your third game, that's one last thing you want to keep track of. Right. It's right. exhausting. At I point. just want to make sure I put all of my pieces on the table when we start the game right? Yeah. and not leave any on my tray. That's really what I'm shooting for <laughs> in a third game. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Fair. 
So anyway, so that's my force. I brought a sniper. I brought a, a medium mortar team, and I brought a medium machine gun. Okay, spotter. For the mortar, of course. Yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no uh, Warfare can't have a spotter. Yeah, so Nebel, just a Nebel spotter can't have one. But I was just saying yeah. no artillery, but no, you had a Nebel Warfare, that's right. Yeah, I had the, I had the Warfare. Yep. It, so it, it that fills Nebels. that slot pretty well. And you Did have it do anything? Tanker, flame tank. Oh, my God, yes. But spoiler alert, yes, it'll do a lot. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and, and Nebels Craig, were worfed. Can you, I, uh, let me ask, your tank does not have Tiger Fear. No, it's a Hetzer. It's a Hetzer, right, yeah. So it doesn't have So it's like Little Turtle. Yeah, it's a little turtle. Yeah, angry turtle that spits fire. Aren't some of like the actual models of the dudes actually taller than the model of the Hetzer? Yeah, it's a super short tank. Yeah, They're, they are it's, pretty low clearance, aren't they? Yeah, very. They had a lot of low bridges in Germany at the time. Well, <laughs> it's actually Czechoslovakian, just for oh, the record. Thank you. All right, Czech Republic now, but yeah, Czechoslovakian back then. I hmm. think. Who knew? Jeff did. Yeah, it's based off the uh, the no Czech T. Chassis. They just took the turret off and made it a kind of a turtle shell. Mm, turtle. So it's just got a forward-facing. Gun. Okay. But anyway, so yeah, that's that's the list I'm bringing. Um, first game, I get uh, it's John Stence's table with a big oval city. So it's got buildings. It's got a big oval roadway uh, with a couple spokes coming in, and then buildings around the outside and buildings through the center. Uh, and we're playing a scenario called Kitty Hawk Down. Uh, Who are you from playing the, against, John? No, thank God. Okay. Uh, just just because I played him on that table at Bug Eater and he just destroyed me. And I didn't want to have a repeat <laughs> okay. of that. Okay. Uh, no, I'm playing Rick Davis, and he's brought his Americans. Okay. Uh, and Kitty Hawk Down, the way this one works, if you're not familiar, is there's a, a plane that's going to crash on the board on, like, turn three or four or something like that. And you roll, I think it's 66, and it come, you, pick a, you roll, you pick a side... And then it comes in like something like sixty-six inches from that table edge. The plane's going to crash, and that seven times seven times d six. Okay, seventy-six. Beginning of turn four. Right, and that's the only scoring in the game is getting as many of your infantry units next to that Kitty Hawk as you can. Oh, geez. So you have no idea where it's right. actually going to be. Six to forty-two inches. That's a pretty wide range. <laughs> yeah, that's a huge yeah. range. Yeah. So we line up for the game and. Um, we both, I think, had the exact same idea. I ended up... Sta- oh, I have a... Sorry, I forgot. I have my armored car in there, too. My, my Luke's mitt term. So it's armor 7, closed top with an auto cannon. Nice. So I pushed the right side with the Hetzer and the, uh, the auto cannon armed armored car of the city. And he pushes my left side with... He's got a Sherman with a 75 and a Greyhound. So we're basically just making Greyhound's a big... Greyhound's open-topped. It is. It is. It didn't help me, but it is. So we're basically just doing a big yin-yang kind of thing here where, like, if the plane lands in the right half of the board, I'm going to win no matter what. And if the plane lands on the left hand of the board, uh, it's going to be very difficult for me to get enough crap back over there. And that doesn't uh, turn sound four like a great are, scenario as is, then. Uh, it, if you play more evenly, it's fine, but okay. I didn't. I, I left a blocking force over there, but they're getting eaten up by the Sherman and the Greyhound right. and some infantry. More so than I had expected them to get eaten up. Uh, but anyway, the Kitty Hawk crashes on the left half of the table. So I'm in a, I'm drastically out of position after that Kitty... And it lands close to that edge, too. I think we rolled a whole lot of ones and twos. So I'm drastically out of position at this point. So turn four on is me frantically trying to cross back over the board um, to get in position to score some points. And I made a terrible, terrible mistake that 
really hurt. I had my full unit of Waffen SS with assault rifles, you know, four inches away from a veteran unit of Americans who are also tough fighters. And I have the choice to assault them and it'll be simultaneous, or I can try to shoot them point blank with 10 assault rifles and kill them. And I thought, oh, you know, I'll kill a few guys, it'll whittle them down, it'll be fine, so I'll shoot them. Which Bad decision. Which makes sense, right? Like, it's two, two shots each, right? Yeah, you'd think so. Oh. But I open up on them, I kill like two guys. Veteran? Yeah. Well, I mean... It's it's garbage. I roll garbage, roll I don't garbage. kill anything. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't help. No, and it's like, son of a bitch. Because then those guys are hanging out there just getting shot by everything. Oh, lovely. Okay. Yeah, and that unit just gets wiped out. And it's like, well... That was a huge screw up on my part. To be fair, but, assaulting assaulting them, you would have lost if you used the same dice. I mean, most I likely. probably would have lost the assault. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I most likely would have lost the assault too. Okay, but I'd have felt less stupid. Fair. <laughs> You'd have been like, yeah, they didn't just get shot by everything. Right, right. So, end of the game basically comes down to his artillery piece that I've been trying to kill with my sniper, just picking guys off of it with two pins, passes its order check, and slams around into the back of my flame hetzer, which, by the way, hasn't done a damn thing this whole game. I cannot hit with the damn flamethrower. That's tough. I rolled so many ones, it was ridiculous. <laughs> well, and I had stopped in during the first part of that game, and you needed, like, threes. Yeah, I couldn't hit. Couldn't hit. But at least you didn't roll that ones when you are checking for fuel. Yeah, I, it didn't run out of fuel because it wasn't apparently firing it, so... It was jammed. But anyway, the artillery slams me in the backside and puts so many pins on the hetzer, it's basically not going anywhere. Okay. And so I was like, well, okay, that's out of the way. I run two. I run one unit I can get in range of the Kitty Hawk for the last turn. He's got two units in range of the Kitty Hawk for the last turn, because thankfully he foobarred one order. So one unit that might have got there didn't. And I was like, oh, man, that's a great game, you know, way to, way to pick up the win there. And we looked at the victory conditions. And the victory conditions are units next to the Kitty Hawk, you score one each, right? But you got to win by four plus for it to count as a win. That is insanely what? high. That's what I said. I was like, so it ended up being a draw, and I was like, that's ridiculous, man. I mean, you had this game. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So we ended up in a draw of all things, and I he had I'm, how many? He had two, and I had one. That's huh. that seems crazy. I mean, now to be fair, like two to one, that doesn't seem like it would be like, that should end in a draw, in my opinion. Like, that's not enough of an overwhelming victory one way or the other. Right, but if we had been counting, like, units killed or anything like that, he was way up on me. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, but those aren't always the conditions in winning nope, war, and right? they weren't, and right. they weren't, and, and it wasn't. your objectives. Yeah, well, we, neither one of us had read it closely enough right. to notice that it was going to be It sounds draw. like game one of a tournament. It does sound like game one of a tournament, and it was. It was. No. Remember, a particular team tournament, I was even playing the wrong damn scenario, so. <laughs> no, I had another yeah. question about this. I know the last tournament he had, each table like had its own scenario, didn't it? Yeah, so this one went by, he had a bunch, he had the same scenarios across all the different tables. So all the tables had the same scenario, so you're all playing the same scenario. Okay, got yep. it. Right. Great. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So that, so that one ends in a draw. It's a great game. I mean, tons of fun. And Rick's a fun guy to play with, so... Well, thank you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you'd have played like you, I would have won, so... Ooh, yeah. That's fired. You mean not played at all? <laughs> well, that too. Guys, I wish I could no, play so, more. Yeah, so do we. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, all of us could. Yeah, but it's true. 
but it's a, it's a it's a really fun game that ends in a draw. So I'm you know I'm feeling okay on a draw. I'll take that. You know, sure. It's when I thought I'd lost, if you felt fine. like you lost, yeah. Did he yeah, have I, the uh, secondary objective things going around this time too? I didn't see any secondary objectives, so no. Well, we really? clearly established that Jeff did not read the rule packets very well. So well, also true. Let me, let me check here. <laughs> also true. Sportsmanship, overall right. game rating. So he just had uh, he just had the very large big checkbox for sportsmanship thing. So usually in a in a three game event, I would expect secondary objectives to be a major part of it because it's really tough if you have three people who have go three and zero right. or two people that go two and three and zero. It's like you're all winners. <laughs> it's just but he does have the major minor, so that okay. that helps. Right. There's major minor, out. yeah, yeah. There are major minors. Okay, so so your game, but that's two? my first game. So second game, um, I get to play on the graveyard table because it's you know it's fall. It's not quite Halloween, but it's getting close. Uh, it's an old fantasy Warhammer fantasy table. It's got a ton of like graveyards and mausoleums and shit. It looks uh, really pretty. A, it looks. It's nice. a beautiful table. Okay. I was kind of hoping we get like a Hellboy scenario where like we dig up somebody <laughs> and like you know have to find Rasputin buried in one of these mausoleums, but or, no such or the zombies keep coming out of the mausoleums. Yeah, there, there's a bunch of pictures on the was he the Battlefield North Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, and I tried to link off the Snafu page to those pictures too, like share the post. It's a D- gorgeous. Did you do table. it? I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was just say if you tried, it didn't sound like it. Well, I tried. My Facebook foo is weak. So. Yeah, me too. I, I tried searching I for something, and I'm like. Why am I getting ads all of a sudden? I'm just yeah. looking for Battlefield North, and I've got... I can buy beer mugs. I'm like, what? Why is, why is yep. that my status now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I change my status to beer mug. Ah, hell what? I'll go with it. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Someone will eventually post what you want back, right? You think so. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that'll be my goal from yeah. now on. Post, there you make go. sure, like, here's your beer mug. Okay, anyway. Nice. So you get to play in the graveyard. It looked pretty. So it's graveyard table. It's a little gray on gray violence rather than blue on blue because I'm playing Ian uh, Mord, our clubmate, Ian, and he's brought his Germans. Yeah, I thought so, this was interesting. So apparently it wasn't an Axis versus Allies event. No. Okay. No, it's straight points. Okay. So straight it's Swiss. Points. Straight, I yeah. mean, essentially Swiss pairing then. I assume so. Our, our other clubmate, Ian, the other Ian, was helping at the scoring table, so... Who knows? It might have just been <laughs> We love we love Ian. Here, but yes, here's sheet. Whatever, been. you got a five. Whatever, you got a six. Literally helping T.O. Right. and he's like never played this game for real. But like, <laughs> I guess T.O.ing is T.O.ing. Like you can, it, if you're talking data entry, so. right? He wasn't doing the rules and queries. He was just there to help punch stuff in, yep. which was which was very kind of him to come. Which was do. great. Um, great to have an extra help up yeah, there. I think. I'm sure Jason really appreciated that. Oh yeah. So uh, so Ian's got a lot of regular troops, and he's got a Tiger, too. Uh-oh. Gas shortage. With fuel shortage. Oh, with fuel, fuel shortage. shortage. Ah, okay. Yeah. Right. Maybe Here's the pr- and the only saving grace of this scenario is we, with the deployment zones were kind of L-shaped on each corner, uh, which al- and allowed us to set up hidden, which I took advantage of and deployed a lot of my stuff hidden. Everyone likes to forget that. Hidden is an amazing yeah. rule. Yeah. It's so, fantastic. Tons of my stuff is starting the game hidden. So there was one problem, though. That tiger... Wasn't? Di- well, no. I mean, everybody could see it. Mm, yeah. Uh, right? It right. Help. It wasn't anytime, hidden. Yeah. Anytime I'm trying to do anything, I can see that damn tiger. And I have never rolled so many 10s and 11s in my life. 
I could not pass a damn order check or pass a Tiger Fear check. Could not do it. The only way I got anybody moving was to tuck behind uh, this big graveyard section that was out of line of sight of that tank. And so I ended up funneling half my army <laughs> to that, that small section of the board to stay out of line of sight of that Tiger. And it actually ended up working for me because I got a lot of troops up that half of the board. The flamethrower tank finally hit a unit and flamed them. Uh, didn't didn't yeah. scare them off the table. It just killed most of them. <laughs> so that's the only thing it hit that game. Well, that's Again, a very adverse secondary effect to fire. Right. <laughs> they his troops stayed though. So, but yeah, uh, heavily so, pinned, right? Very heavily pinned, yeah. but that, you know they're still there and they're still in a position to score because this game is scored off having units in the neutral quarters and were worth one point, and then having one in your opponent's corner was worth three points. Well, luckily I'd swung enough units around the right side that it was pretty clear I was going to win this. Um, but like turn four, the tiger he finally decides it's time to start moving that tiger to try and score with it and wipe out any of my units trying to take the shortcut across the center of the board. And I got the bright idea that my Nebelwerfer hadn't hit a damn thing. Excuse me, let me rephrase that. I killed a small team on the first turn of shooting because he was clumped up a little bit. But it hasn't hit anything since, so I was like, I'm going to fire smoke rounds. That'll be fun. (laughs) So it's like, the first turn, I want to fire smoke rounds. I fail my Tiger Fear check, so I do nothing. Turn five, I'm like, I'm going to shoot the damn Tiger with a smoke round. And I think that works. We're not sure though. Yeah. So I take I pass the order test anyway. Yeah. Well, if I, you can't see the tiger. Well, I'm. But so the smoke I can. is two inches. Uh, no, not with a Nebelwerfer, it's not. No, no, I'm saying if you have two inches of smoke, you oh, have yeah, no yeah, visibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's what I'm thinking, right? I don't expect to hit with these smoke rounds. I'm just trying to clog up so I can't see the tiger anymore. Right. Right. Because a, a multiple launcher gets one plus D three minus one smoke, and they're five inches smoke rounds. Jeez. Huge, right? Yeah. Yep. So I fire the first shot on turn five that I actually get to fire smoke, and I fucking hit the tiger. Like I land it right on top of it. <laughs> nice. It's like that, but, you know, the 1,000 1, supermarket guy shows up to the checkout line, all the balloons and stuff are flying everywhere. Yeah, here's the problem, though. Smoke rounds don't do any damage, no. right? And five inches, the tiger can, is still sticking out of the damn smoke cloud. <laughs> right? So I've just given the guy, like, a big hat. <laughs> I, all my guys can still see the damn tiger. It's like, oh, for Christ's sakes. So anyway, he, he just he sits there on turn five and just murders one of my units, and, and as well he should have. Turn six, I'm like, all right, this plan's totally going to work this time. I'm firing at the tiger again with smoke. I hit it again with smoke. So now it's got two hats of smoke on it. Because <laughs> so- the first one didn't blow away. Yeah, first one didn't blow Wait, away. What's what's the pen on that Nebelwerfer again from the top? Uh, it would it's a heavy mortar, so it would be plus three. So you might to have the top done is plus four on plus a six. Four. No, so I wouldn't. On a, have. Six, it's an you, on a six, you glance negative. It's an eleven armor tank. Oh, oh god, yeah, it's yeah. a Tiger two, isn't it? Tiger from two. I do nothing though? to it. What? You, That's only worth plus one. Okay, you're Three's better off just giving the hat then. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Okay, I wouldn't have minded the pins though because it wasn't veteran. Oh sure, but. Okay. doesn't matter. All I'm doing is giving it smoke hats. So that plan has utterly failed. Um, I've dumped some guys in a central fountain, uh, and they still have their two Panzerfoss. And I put them in ambush because otherwise it was going to be a hard cover shot at long range against that Tiger, and I was like, that's never going to happen. I'll never hit with that. So I put them in ambush, and 
he drives the tiger the tiger two into my table quarter on an advance makes the one turn so and drives a little bit further so he's point blanking my guys in the fountain and i'm like okay now i'm going to squeeze off the two Panzerfaust rounds at point blank yeah so he has to roll for fuel shortage because after he moves he rolls for fuel shortage he rolls the one so it's out of gas and immobilized I squeeze off two Panzerfaust into the front of the Tiger II, get a glancing hit, and immobilize it. <laughs> Tiger, II, Tiger II. I feel like this is this was deja vu. We may this have is the this full earlier. story. It was yeah. yeah, this is earlier. this is the full yeah. story from earlier. Yeah. So <laughs> before I was just so, a headline to, to, right, to wrap yeah, you right, in, right. get you to listen to the rest of this podcast for some so reason. We, so we, yeah, it's like NPR. There, we teased the story like an hour ago. <laughs> yes. Played some loud trumpets in your face, and now we're finally it was getting like to it. Literally an hour, an hour ago, too. And now brought to you by exactly Nebelwerfers. So, of course, we grab the rule book and we're like, yeah, that actually counts as immobilized, so it's toast. And he's like, yeah, no, that's what the rule says. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it looks that way. So, yeah. So, anyway, I ended up winning that one pretty handily on points. Okay. So, that was a really fun game. That freaking Tiger Fear was killing me, though. I can see why people hate that rule. So, if you're going to put together a tournament, make sure your terrain, your tables have lots of terrain so you can mitigate Tiger or, Fear. Or at least, at least options to mitigate it. Yeah. Like, Part Jesus, of the table has brutal. some terrain that you can hide behind. Yeah, uh, that rule is brutal. Some, all of my tables have entirely too much terrain. That's an upper Midwest thing. <laughs> Must we're, be. We're agoraphobic up here. We hate open spaces. <laughs> we I like, believe we it. like clutter. Apparently, that's, like, okay. that's an empty spot. I can see clutter. the actual mat. I must put something there. <laughs> Got to put something there, man. Got to put something there. Yeah, it's totally what it is. It's okay. Uh, so that's a major victory for me. Someone to draw on a major victory. I'm, I'm feeling good. Uh, my round three draw. Is against our our old friend our old friend Paul Gonsowski. Sweet, another was he playing his Germans again? Is he was playing his Germans. Pronounced? I think so. If that's wrong, sorry, Paul. Well, that's why I always go with Paul G. Paul G. Safer. Yeah. yeah, I'm going with that. If it's wrong, sorry, Paul. It sounded I, good. It, it I'm did sound it. good. It did sound <laughs> good. So yeah, Paul G. Uh, so he's brought his Germans, and we're playing on a desert mat this time. And it's actually a cool table. It's got a couple buildings on one side. And then a lot of fence, like stone fence and a big rectangle through the center of the table. And then a couple like sand dunes off to one side and a couple trees off to the other side. But the, the main action is going to be focused around that center piece. Uh, and so we start deploying, and I take the side without the buildings, because I've got a Nebelwerfer, uh, and a stone wall. So my guys are all up against the stone, I mean it looks like Napoleonics. My guys are double stacked against the stone wall, almost all my units. And the trick to this is is that he's either got to deploy in the open or start bunching up his units and he's going to want to put his spotters on top of his little buildings and I can't blame him for that so we get everything deployed I stick my Hetzer way the hell out on the right side he's got a stuff 42 so the one with the medium artillery piece in it and he puts it out there to counter the Hetzer and I'm like totally okay with that because it can't it can only glance my front armor that's a good thing that's yeah. a great thing, right? And I'll, I'll deal with pins all day long. He sets down his last unit. He's got his early war Germans. He's got two trucks. He's got a lieutenant and uh, one other team, and they're all close to each other. And I put my Nebelwerfer down last, and I can see his, he puts down his last truck full of guys. As soon as he places the unit, we're like, all right, let's start the game, throw the dice in the bag. He looks at me and goes, shit. <laughs> it's like, you know, I said, if this was a friendly game, I would just pick up my units Say you won and we could redeploy and play a new game. Right. And I was like, I can totally understand that feeling right now. 
because first dice out of the bag is mine. It's the Nebelwerfer shot. I'm rolling on six units. Uh, it's all clustered. I kill his lieutenant. Ouch. I hit his truck and destroy it and dump the guys out, doing wounds to the two units inside it. <sighs> and it's just like, oh, I hit something else and put pins on it. And it's just like wrecking his entire plan. And the thing and, is... And his army in the process, it sounds right. like. And there's almost... If you want to stay six inches away from all your units in a, in a when all the terrain is focused in the middle, it's super brutal if there's a Nebelwerfer. Yeah. Because he's either going to have to bunch up or he's going to have to deploy out of cover. Oh, is this that scalp scenario? Yeah. Oh. So that the Nebelwerfer is like picking like up like four three. scalps? Yeah, three? it's got three scalps from the start. And, and, like, and it's all the way in the back line and he has oh, yeah. to... <sighs> oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. I totally did that to him. <laughs> not with the not with the Devil Warfer, but I had a mortar shot that like killed his team right away the first round. He's like, I thought you were just going to sit there and turtle up the whole game, and I was going to lose. You could have done the same thing to him, but I bet you didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't. I sent a lot of guys out to fight. Yeah. You know, I advanced some guys across that open area because I wanted to try to take it to him. But I'm chewing him up with the Devil Warfer. I'm chewing him up with just rifle fire. I'm chewing him up with the mortar because I'm and my snipers. I'm picking off guys. His neither one of our snipers can hit a damn thing. His stu is hitting the shit out of my hetzer because it's an open shot, but it can't penetrate, so it's just putting pins on me. So the hetzer is basically you know either move failing rally. order checks, yeah, move rally, 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 failing order check, going reverse, rally. <laughs> so it's doing nothing this game except except soaking up shots from that medium artillery. Sure, totally worth it. Totally worth it. So it ends up the the Nebels, I think the Nebel singular really screwed with his plans. And ended up just taking so many scalps and forcing him into bad deployment and movement positions that it, it, I ended up with a major victory out of that one. He, I think we scooped at turn five because we we did the thing and he's like, "There's no way I can kill enough to catch back up to you right now." And I was like, "Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. That's why I did that. I, I know." But it was a really fun game. I love playing games with Paul. Um, at some point, I should probably let him win a game, but it's not going to be today. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Paul's a great guy. His stuff looks amazing. The paint jobs on it are fantastic. I want to like go to like learn how to paint canvas from him. That his trucks look like canvas. I had to actually ask him if there was actually resin. And he's like, "Oh yeah, like, Jesus, cool." So yeah, his his, his stuff's pretty good. His no stuff's doubt. great. So super fun game. But yeah, it's another major victory for me. Right on. Yay. So at the end so of the day, we, we, two... end of the day, we score it out, and he announces overall first. Overall first place goes to John Stentz. Not a huge surprise. John's a great player. Yep. Shocked face right here. Right? right. But not that this is a strategy or anything, but John happens to be playing Japanese at this tournament, which is great because you always want to be the second guy behind John because that usually means you're going to get best general fat faction, which I did. I saw. Yeah. I ended out at best Axis general. Got nice some, job. Got some cool stuff out of it, too, it looked like. Way to bring did, it home, yeah. Team Snafu. Had some good yeah, so the, yeah, so the so the trophies that uh, Jason had, are, they look like, uh, I don't know, about 12-inch tall bullets, right? So they look like giant bullets. Would not take them on an airplane. Don't take them on an airplane. <laughs> uh, They're very well painted. Yes, don't do that. No, they look real. Yeah. Yes, Until you do. pick one up, they look real. Uh, they're about the diameter of a pop can, so you know they're fairly robust. And then once he hands it, everyone gets it. He's like, "Oh yeah, pull the top off." And I was like, "Oh okay." So like you pull the actual bullet off of the casing, and it's a thermos. Yeah. So like you could fill it with liquid and drink out of it. Although, again, I 
feel weird walking around town drinking out of a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> or looks, you can just put it on your mantle at home. But it looks cool as hell, yeah. Drink it out. And I got a $10 gift certificate to Trenchworks, which I used to buy this Crossley Tender I'm putting together tonight. So Sweet. Sweet. Yeah, it's great. It's a super fun tournament. It, everything ran smooth. We were done. Who went on the well. Allies side? Do you remember? Uh, that was... Uh, uh, Balls. Who did win on the Allies side? Balls. I don't remember Balls. Yeah, I know. <laughs> One sec, I'll look. I'm blanking here. Sorry. I don't... Huh, that's unfortunate. Was it... Eric, no, uh, Monty, I think, got best painted with his rush. Yes, he did. I know he did do that. I just can't remember who won Allied side. Give me one sec. I wonder if it's on his Facebook page. That's what That's I'm looking, looking at right, right now. now. We're all looking Everybody's going, race, go, check race. your Facebook foo. Oh. Well, mine sucks. I went to something wrong here. <laughs> Not the hentai again. I got it. I got it. I got it. Allied. Eric Hagen. It was Hagen. Okay, what? Good. Nice job. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I expect job, a lot Hagen. more of you at Operation Snafu in two weeks, or whenever you listen to this, and then that day. <laughs> We're, there might be some Notre Dame's in here. We are calling. We may. We should play pools. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't. That'd be a bad idea. <laughs> what did you say? Like, I was just saying we could like have a draft of all the players, and <laughs> like bet who's going to win. But I got the like list right idea. here. I've been checking off, uh, checking off army lists all night. Yeah, which yeah. About, I'm about two thirds submitted, and we are coming up on the deadline. Like in mm-hmm. 33 minutes. So some people will be getting some nasty grams at 12:05 a.m. <laughs> they're not nasty grams. They're stern reminder grams. Sure, you're not following the rule grams. <laughs> all yeah. right. But yeah, that's a super fun tournament. So I just I wish it had been slightly closer, but that's all right. I don't know. I think I shared the pictures so you can see pictures and things. My guys are the snow-colored Germans fighting in the desert. That seems to be a common theme with them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, you can kind of see the uh, the table we were on, like the the center buildings and walls, and then the outsides are fairly open. So yeah, I like that kind of. It's fun, but like. Nebelwerfers are brutal in those scenarios. Oh, sure. Absolutely. When everything's funneled to one logical spot. Or when there's just not enough space. I mean, you either have to, like, clump your guys and risk the Nebelwerfer or position out of cover and risk the rifles. So that's why one Nebelwerfer is pretty awesome. Right. Four is sort of overkill. Right. The threat doesn't change. It doesn't. It's... One is more caught. You get more bang for your buck out of one. Right. You've invested too much the other way, but one is enough to scare people, and it doesn't do anything yep. half the time anyway. So, yeah, well, it's it's like my flame tank that hit two units the entire tournament. Yeah, you know? that was scare an factor. overinvestment. It's scare factor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally makes sense. All right. Well, so now well, that nice job, Jeff. Way yeah. to go. Yeah. yeah, yeah congratulations you. on the win. That's you know, it's a problem though, because like after I won best allied with my French at that. At the uh, the winter tournament, I switched to Germans. Now that I've got best access with the Germans, I'm going to have to switch to a new army now. I just don't know what. It's Poles or Americans. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> well, it should take you about a week and a half to paint up whatever right. you're going to do. So It depends on how much work I have. It might only be a week. I was going to say, don't you have Poles now? You bought a bunch of Poles, didn't you? I've got 30 Poles. Yeah, I've got yeah. enough Poles to make an army out of them. There you go. You I've also got enough Americans to make an army out Lancers? of them, too. 
I don't have any Lancers oh, yet. Should get some Lancers. I'm trying to decide. So, like, Lancers look awesome, and I love Lancers, and I love the idea of cavalry charging effectively uh, in a game. But apparently, somebody played at a big tournament, England, with with the poles, or somewhere in Europe, I guess. I thought it was England, and won with no Lancers. Oh, interesting. You like the, the challenge whole thing. of weird things. I do like the challenge of weird I things. Know. Why would you not play Lancers? They're awesome. That's what, but that's what Jeff wants is the because challenge. Because I like of the challenge of weird it. things. <laughs> it's like he finds the most inoptimal unit and tries to win with it, trying to yeah. show everyone that they do work. Just to prove yeah. everyone wrong is what I'm saying. Is that where is that why you started with the French? <laughs> yes, yes. Exactly. it's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he really was trying, he should have started with the Italians, but he couldn't go quite that far down. Well, I I didn't know any better. Fair. I thought the fair. Italians were better than they were. <laughs> Challenge extended. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I have thought about it. I just can't did, decide. Did what they I get new models? Paint. I don't think they got any new models Not yet. yet. No, the French. I'm got hoping new they models. do. The French got a couple new models. Yeah. Like they got new cavalry. They got some new. They got some new artillery pieces and a new and a tank gun, which I probably should have ordered and didn't. Okay. It's hard to go when you play in French and you get a free either medium artillery or medium and a tank gun. It's actually kind of hard to choose which one you take. Sure. Because medium artillery is awesome, especially if you already got one. But a medium and a tank gun is also pretty awesome. Yeah. No. Because you have to assume you're going to be playing against late war lists that have tanks in them. And you don't have access to a lot of good anti-tank in the French army. Okay. You have access to a lot of poor anti-tank. If only you could get some Panzerfaust in the French army. I got to tell you, Panzerfaust are amazing. <laughs> I love Panzerfaust. Collect them, trade them, share them with your friends. Yeah. Everywhere. My biggest disappointment with Panzerfaust is that anyone else gets access to them. Well, Stupid Russians. Right. Stupid Finns. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's like they were like lending them out to people. Here, here yeah, have Panzerfausts. The Oprah Winfrey of right of weapons. Weapons, yeah, yeah. They're just such a, they're just such an effective unit against armor. Oh, absolutely. And, and cheap. Five points. They are cheap. Yeah. It's I one mean, shot, but. Yeah, but you can put them in a mobile squad that's protected with you know eight to ten wounds. It's hard to pick them off right away. They, they yeah. can actually get to their target without dying like a bazooka. I know. It's really annoying. <laughs> yeah. I have this beautifully painted Panzer Shrek team. I've never once put it on the table. That's the same reason why you wouldn't put a bazooka team on the table. Yeah. You, I put one in my list. You say yeah, that. Yeah, I, I saw that. That's why I mentioned it. <laughs> I've, been, I've been brutalized by bazookas, actually, I think quite of a all of times. them, I think the bazooka is the one that I would take, uh, not the Panzer uh, well, the, the Panzer Shrek are a little pricier than a bazooka yes. team. I think they're yeah. 20 points more, 80 versus yeah. 60. Yes. Which doesn't sound like a lot until you start crunching points and you're like, mm, yeah. 20 points is kind 20 of 20 points lot. is, there's some there's some stuff that you can do at 20 points. That's four BARs for the Americans. I mean. Yes, it is. Ah, those four, it's four assault rifles for the Germans. Right. It's it's four more Panzerfaust. Right. All those things are All those things count for quite a bit. It's like two dudes with rifles for the British. Yeah. Which equals like three shots or something. <laughs> it can certainly seem that way. Yeah. But I mean, think about it. Would you rather spend 80 points on a single unit that can shoot 24 inches, or what would that be? Eight, 16. You know, they only shoot 12 inches, but that's 16 Panzer Foss. I mean, which one are you going to get a tank kill with first? You don't have to kill that many tanks. Yeah, you and have there's to, almost you never have that many once. tanks to kill. 
Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Well, are they the same? Are they the same pen value? Seven. I think so. Six. Yeah. Six. I want to say six. Why do I want to say six? Because it's less than seven. I don't like them. That's Panzer why Shrek versus Panzer Faust. Yeah, they're the same pen value, I believe. Uh, I feel like the don't Panzer. Don't quote me on that. But I'm sure you guys more. will find something somewhere soon. I'm not digging that hard right now. I can I can go look really quick. But I can check really quick. I should know it offhand, but I never picked. I feel Shrek, like so. I feel like the Panzer right. Shrek is six, and I feel like the Panzer Foster five. I feel like Easy Army's really slow lately. So. Yeah, it's been really chugging along. I hope I hope that means he's migrating over to the better side. Or he's just kind of ignored it. It's one or the other. Like he's uh, talking I mean, I about moving it, but yeah. Um, I kicked the guy some money for his Patreon thing, or not Patreon, but donation thing there, because this is a pretty awesome service he offers. You like to buy him a beer? Yeah. No, it is really, it is a really great service. It really is. And the fact that you can save stuff is, like, mind-boggling Huge. to me. Like, yep. Yeah, you can email it and print it and yep. send it to your TO. and Yeah. Yep. Like, all that stuff is pretty incredible. Absolutely worth kicking the dude 5, 10, 15 bucks here and there. Yeah. So. Greg is a but great yeah, guy. Yeah, Easy Army seems to have been a little slow. Greg with two Gs. Right. Not to be confused with any other Gregs. Panzer, Sh- <laughs> no, Panzer Shrek, yep. Plus six. And Faust, also plus six. Give me a sec. Standing by. I'm trying to make sure I find a unit that can get him. Oh, wait, there's like every unit. The Panzer Faust are six. <laughs> Panzer Faust are six? <clears throat> yep. I did pick one that didn't get one, damn. You have like there's like two units that don't get on. <laughs> Apparently, picked one of them. <laughs> it's like what the hell? Like, yeah, it really like everything gets. Did them. you pick an? Did you pick an early war theater selector have. or something? I must have. Yeah, oh, like or two that don't. No, I just. I don't quote one. me on that. I just throw it you out know, there. So Both I, Panzerfaust and Panzer Shreks are listed at plus six. Okay. Yeah. All right. I believe you. What is a Panzer Bush? Uh, we can start counting. Start counting yours at plus five. No, that makes no, you get no, any no, better. Panzer Bush is the sque- is the squeeze, squeeze board. The, plus four. It's the one that's like plus six if you're at less oh, than twelve yeah, inches, yeah, yeah. and plus two if you're over eighteen inches or something yep, like that. Yeah, over half. It's minus two, so it goes down to two instead. Yeah, that thing is garbage. It's uh, it's awesome for the price if you oh, want to get close in person. I didn't even realize how cheap it was. That's actually yeah, that makes it a lot more reasonable. Yeah, put it on a half track and drive up close and squeeze some rounds off plus six. <laughs> okay. You're getting a heavy gun for the price of a light. Yeah, see how much fun the person that's uh, taking it feels it is. Right? Yeah. They love it. I feel like for once in our life we've derailed onto more bolt action, <laughs> which is shocking to me, but it's okay. Like, this is great. Uh, you know, since that's happened a couple times now, I, I'm, I'm going to blame Dale for when we don't. Maybe. Since he's on vacation... It's easy to blame that way, yeah. He's got a point. Yeah, he can't. He can yell at his computer or his iPhone when he listens to this, but right now he's not here. So I agree. So he's totally the goat. <laughs> the greatest of all time, yeah. Probably. So since we're talking about all this stuff, let's let we kind of like we were talking about tanks. Now let's go back to tanks or not tanks because you can't have a tank in Recon Rumble. But let's talk about Recon Rumble. You want to talk about Recon Rumble, Pat? Recon Rumble. Would you like to know? We got stuff flooding in. We've got how many points is it? Is seven fifty? Seven (laughs) hundred. Apparently, Dale (laughs) sent a list that was seven (laughs) fifty. Still seven hundred. Yeah, I I had to. I rejected that. I felt. I rejected that hit and send with like authority back to Dale. Like rejected. 
700, Dale. Your points. Oh, I thought it was 750. <laughs> I, I, I will admit, I got a little confused. I'm like, is it 800 points in seven dice or 700 points in eight dice? It was a little... I'm like, All right, next, next year, maybe I'll change that. But yes, it is 700 points in eight order dice. Normally, it's Wait, like, I thought it was 1,000 points in seven-eighths of a dice. Seven-eighths of a dice. There you go. <laughs> you only get to use two Seven minutes. pieces of eight. Yeah. On, the, on the odd turns, you get seven order dice. and the even turns, you get eight. That'd oh, be hilarious. That would totally be something I would do. Yeah. yeah, you're like you want to overcomplicate things way too. That'd be oh my god, that'd be like yeah, I'm I'm out. I'd, yeah, I could see like losing a third of the field just on just that match. I would just look at my opponent and be like, "Do you want to go to the bar?" <laughs> 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 just fuck it, let's drink. <laughs> like, like okay, tell you what, let's roll. You roll dice, I roll dice, and whoever gets a six first wins. Let's go. <laughs> I lose every time. Okay, so while well, Recon Rumble is the Friday tournament. Runs all day. It's the Friday during the day. Right. Wait, is there something so, at night now? You're insinuating there uh, might be something at night. Well, at night we had alluded to it's kind of the, you know, we'll, we'll have our tables for our, our open gaming. Okay. Uh, John Russell from Warlord has agreed to play a game against me. So we can all watch and kibitz that game. That sounds great. I wouldn't have done you, that. There'll be other tables you can play. Uh, we will not have our objective tables for Operation Snafu out. Also, only the only the uh, outside, whatever zone we decide to call them, will be available for the recon what rumble. We, I mean, we've been using Sword in Omaha. Probably Sword in Omaha. Until we, until we call them something else. Sure. Golden Juno or A and B. And a and B seemed like a good idea last time. It seemed like a great <laughs> idea until... Until we, we all, all got thought confused. differently what was A and what yeah, was B. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's amazing how yeah. long it took us the third the third game to figure out that we were all calling them different things. Yeah, I'm not saying we're idiots, <laughs> but we're sort of idiots. Fair. Hey, yo, Mo. Well, yeah, but that doesn't, exactly. that doesn't matter in Recon Rumble. There's no zones, per se. It's just a three scenario, but it's all it's tank platoon without a tank, essentially, right? Right. So, so the theory behind it is... That is basically a high mobile force moving around, checking for enemy resistance, and obviously finding them. So you have your you know your snipers who are in advanced position, know the route that your troops are going to take, and are up there scouting the positions ahead when they you know encounter the enemy, and then it happens. So uh, field artillery is not allowed. There's no high-ranking officers. There's no tanks. You can't have armored cars, and everybody that doesn't advance to play has to have a ride, which is stolen right out of uh, Tank Wars. Right. Verbatim, as it were. So that's the gist of it. And the reason I thought of not including field artillery because it would need a, it would need a transport, and they're supposed to be, like, close, quick, engaging battles, and by the mm-hmm. time artillery gets set up, it just... The battle would be, like, done. Half the dudes would be right. dead already. And Right. Well, and so that's, that was the logic in, in excluding those. Plus... A Nebelwerfer would suck in this scenario. Like you're gonna have like these bunch. Oh, of blowing stuff. up transport. Like, uh, I'm gonna tell you right now that the the anti tank rifle is gonna have a massive role in these things. Actually, I think you're right. Actually, now that damn, I should have brought one. Oh well, you did not. I, did. I have your list. <laughs> I didn't. I think there was in one in there, Pat. Uh, do you want me to check, no, or do you want to just be a smartass? There's no, I did not. I did not bring one. I brought a freaking bazooka. <laughs> you did bring a bazooka, yes. I just dropped Skittles. everything. <laughs> Skittles. You also have a machine gun team for some reason. No, I don't. Oh, sorry. I've looked at like 13 lists. Today. I did not bring a machine gun team. 
I wouldn't. Uh, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so I am seeing that almost almost every list that has come in has got a armored transport. Because I did also uh, we you know Jeff had alluded to the rule that fixes armor transports, and mm-hmm. we're testing it for warlord. Warlord, you're welcome. <laughs> and that is that small arms fire will not put pins on unit inside the transport. It might do yep. it to the transport itself, though. It will to the transport itself, but not to the units that are okay. huddling inside. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that works for me. Yeah, it totally works so. for me. Do it. Yep. So that's the big to-do with that. Oh, and the other thing, sorry, I guess this is even bigger. They're 90-minute rounds. Ooh. Fast. These are fast. quick engagements. Right. And in the play testing and setup that we've done, uh, we didn't have a game that went past an hour and 15 minutes. And that was still figuring out the scenario and the rules and understanding what I was trying to explain to the testers. They, they went quick. I mean, most of them were like, within an hour, is like, okay, I can. we're on end of turn five. We're clearly going to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the reason why they're at 700. And, you know, you've got eight order dice, and you've got them tied up with transport, so everything is moving very fast. Again, the recon rumble is supposed to be a fast hit-and-fade tactic. That's yep. That was my thought behind it. Sure. If I pull it off or not, we'll know in about two weeks. <laughs> right. That's, that's, yeah, I didn't realize there were 90-minute rounds. That's going to... I'm going to have to excited. play loose, not think about it too hard. <laughs> you should be good at that. Right? I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> maybe you want to maybe get a test round in next week. There's some... uh, that's not going to happen. No? No. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go in. Fuck it. We're doing it live. Yeah, right? <laughs> Even if you get in the club at like 9 o'clock. You should, I should technically be able to do it. Fair. Yes. Good point. I, I, no, man, you're going to be playing Gloomhaven, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say yeah, it, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> well, here's the other thing, too, that if this is a nice, if this ends up being a viable format, I mean, there's not every week that I can, you know, stay till 10, 11 o'clock at night, but there's most of the time I can get an hour, a 90-minute, two-hour game in, and if this is something that fits that format, then that's even better, too. Yeah, sure, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, that's, that's Friday. Friday night we're going to do shenanigans, essentially, it sounds like, as much as we can. Yeah. I, do you guys get a hotel on site for either night? I, I did not. I'm debating it. I but did not because that's part of the snafu I'm having right now for Friday night. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, I have a feeling I might get some. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I've been given the all clear for Saturday night. You're but lo- Friday yeah. night, I'm required to come home. You are required yeah. to come home. Okay, well, we might we might all be in the same boat for Friday night then. So, and I should probably try and find out if there's any rooms available for Saturday night for crying out loud for deal. starters. Uh, well, I don't want to all pile into Dale's room. That's just weird. I slept with Ryan Nichols last year. <laughs> it was fine. He's drinking up. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it was in a twin bed, too. It was really weird. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Like a... I like where this podcast is going. <laughs> no. Uh, it's definitely getting late on a Friday night. Definitely was. It was Well, it was awkward Ooh. in the sense that he's like, I am, have drank too much and I can't go home. I'm like, yeah, don't go home if you have been drinking. So he just crashed in our room. It wasn't a big deal. Which th- that part is always wise, yeah. but I've yes. learned that it's if people are drinking enough, you can just uh, you can push throw them, them to the floor and they'll the just floor. Uh, yeah, it seemed to yeah, work. You can thiesman <laughs> them to the floor and they'll stay there for you. <laughs> yeah, that works too. Uh, he's bigger than me though, so it was a little harder. I don't know. Anyway, um, okay, so that's essentially Recon Rumble. Saturday, the main event starts, which is Operation Snafu. How much are we uh, telling people? 
as much as I'm gonna, I don't know how much you got to drink. I zero tonight. I'm actually sober tonight. All right, we won't tell him a thing. Okay. All right, then that, that ends the podcast. Right, have a good have night. A good night. Thank everybody. You. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean I'm working <laughs> on the scenarios, and the scenarios look fun. Uh, yep. You've mentioned to everyone that the intelligence officer is a thing now. Did you yes. get any more intelligence officers based on that? Uh, thus far, I have two intelligence officers that officers that have been submitted both by the access side. Okay, so they got the hint and, and took advantage. At of least it. one chaplain has come in too. Interesting on the on the access side. Uh, I don't remember which side had the chaplain. You sure it's not just Dave's horse? Chaplain? Yeah, I was gonna say it's Dave, isn't it? The horse chaplain with the. the uh, I, it's, I know Dave had a bunch of horses. I don't remember if he had a chaplain. I'm almost positive he's got a he, horse chaplain. I'm he, trying he to figure out how a horse, horse becomes a chaplain, but. Well, it goes to seminary. <laughs> <laughs> Just eats all the wafers. So, does wine. a horse chaplain have holy shit? <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. Yeah, well, technically, yes. Yes, it does. That was terrible, even by my standards. Yeah, that was a pretty, that was a pretty bad dad joke. <laughs> was, I'm just going to not bad. lie. Like, it's fair, though. You can you just mark the time and delete that for just us. edit that one uh, out. That one's not going to leave. That might be the opening. <laughs> I'm just joking. Pat's like, Hopefully oh. I can edit this podcast. <laughs> What's it? You're, like, I'm, you're volunteering yourself now? Yeah, oh, maybe. Come on. It wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't that bad, it's... but it certainly should go to the beginning. <laughs> anyway, uh, I am seeing a lot, of, uh, a lot of kitty cats from the German side. Ooh, shocking. Good, good. We like kitties. And I'm seeing a lot of cat hunters from the ally side. So specifically the British. Ooh, like Hellcat? What, no. Which one do they have? I think Joss Wheaton. Oh, Fireflies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and I can I can tell you as of thus far list coming in, I've seen at least four of both. Wow. I like that That's though. Awesome. That's awesome. Tiger ones big or cats twos? and big cat hunters. Num num or panthers, or yes, I haven't seen a panther. I've seen just the, okay. you know, the, the scaredy cats, the pan, the panzer force, <laughs> the, the bargain bargain basement tiger fear. Bar- <laughs> yes, okay. discount discount cat. Yeah, yes, the, yeah. Like the tiger a, four house cat. It's like a, the house cat. Like a, I like it. <laughs> it's like a tank with complete with cl- with, with scratching posts. It's like a tank with yeah. cat fur on it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, interesting. Well, that's 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 not a kitty though. That's I'm disappointed now. Well, it's got it's got the tiger fear. The tiger fear. Is I know, but that's not the same as someone bringing a tiger too. I was hoping for some tiger twos, or even a panther. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Well, I I think some people might have scared off because the the economically to put those on the table is to use that that last levy scenario special rule, and that of course isn't part of the reinforcement. Right. Team. So I think that right. might no, have, it's fair. Might have barked some people off. Fair, no, that's reasonable. Um, so it goes. Yeah, it just I know. I mean, so let's see. Was it the tiger? Or the Panzer four is like two thirty. Yep. Fireflies like three oh five or something like that. Yep. So I mean, that's it's the same. Everything else. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a nine armor and okay. just got a, a seventeen pounder jammed jammed in the turret with no extra coaxial gun, so okay. or no extra. Hull mounted. Well, it's all an ease, though. Kill the, kill mm-hmm. the, pan, uh, the That's panzers. That's kind of what they did for. Right. Did it for. Hmm. English is slipping a little bit. <laughs> Language hard. Language hard. English is tough. Okay, well, so, that's, so that kind of... So it's not many... I'm, I'm disappointed more people aren't taking intelligence officers. We didn't hump it very hard, though. Like, well, 
But that's okay. I may have uh, given the Axis some intel, but I will give the Allies some intel, especially since there's many Allies that haven't sent their list in yet. Ah, uh, you better do that. It was it was strongly inkled the fact that the intelligence officer may have a direct impact on at least one of the objectives. Well, they tables. were kind of discussing yeah. it amongst themselves already, but they didn't really understand what they were talking about. So you kind of helped them. You hinted you hinted at what they were already saying to themselves. Someone had asked a, a side glancing enough question that I kind of yeah. gave them a direct answer. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I noticed that too, and I was thinking the same thing. I'll make sure we just answer this and tell them. But I felt kind of like, are, is that cheating? <laughs> Especially <laughs> since I'm supposed to be the uh, correspondent for them, I was like, I probably should not just do this. Well, and I don't know if the Allies have dumped us on the copying again. They, you know, the funny thing is, is like the Axis only like half of them are left on the list. Uh, somebody took half of them off, so I don't know what's going on there either. But we might have to like restart both of the lists. And I've not seen anything from the Allies, so there's very distinct possibility someone removed us from the list. Right, uh, it's possible. But. Or they just, or they again, somebody's not talking. That happened last year too, where they didn't do a lot of pre-talking. And to be fair, the Axis are talking, but they're really not doing anything. They're not saying anything. Well, so the Allies are like, "Hey, I've got this." Yeah. Hey, I'm bringing (laughs) this. Like, okay, does that mean you want to be paired up against what? Yeah. No, and and the Axis players, I've from what I've read, it's been like. Uh, this is what I have painted, and this is what I'm bringing. And, like, I can't really change anything at this point. I'm sorry. And that's pretty yep. much what everyone has said. So, which is so totally I, I, have had, I have had two people who are saying, I really want to bring this, and I'm hoping to get it done painted, but if I don't, is it okay if I give you this list too? I said yes. Just as long as you can validate that it's not incorrect. Yep. I, I'm right. Okay with and that too. they submitted both mm-hmm. lists, and they're like, this is my primary goal in case I don't make it. This is why I'm going to end up bringing Are they both legit? You just dock like, half their points, right? I'm <laughs> <laughs> just joking. Well, I, I can say that I will have every player's list at my disposal for Operation Snafu. I don't know and I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. It's just a threat card for, hey, dude, <laughs> be realistic and don't change your crap to be something dumb. Like a Goliath. That's all I got. Like a Goliath. Well, no, I wouldn't. Okay, that would be dumb, but... <laughs> Okay. Not that there's anything wrong with the Goliath. It kills tanks just fantastically. Apparently, I've never seen it work well except for that one time, and I'm like, holy crap. But I, then again, I think I've only seen it work once or used once. So I was right. going to say, I've only seen one on the table before. Yeah, and it, it did amazingly well. Well, how come we don't see more? What the heck? I think we Apparently, we didn't know, spread the word well enough. I think we all know that if we used it, it would be shit. So you'd be like, oh, that yeah. was, that's why we don't bring it. Got it. Uh, we do have someone <laughs> who's bringing the, the Soviet uh, anti tank dogs. Oh, boy. He's like, I fully expect these to come back and blow up my own vehicles. I'm like, that's awesome. (laughs) And this is in Operation Snafu? This is this is Operation Snafu. Okay, not Recon Rumble. That would be even worse than Recon Recon. Rumble. (laughs) Like, just blows up your Hilarious. You bothered to put the dogs on a vehicle, and then they ran under the vehicle you took them off of and blew them up. And then they literally just blew them up. That'd be awesome. Actually, I should check his Recon Rumble list. They might be in there, too. I don't know. (laughs) It'd be be hilarious and kind of not good at the same time. Okay. Uh, Was there any list that surprised me? No. There's been nothing where I'm like, huh, I totally didn't see that coming. If you didn't know who Dave was, you would be surprised by his list. But then you know Dave, and you're like, yeah, it's all horses. I got it. Uh, He's not the only one who has cavalry. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I mean, in in the Recon Rumble, I I would expect it. Like, 
it's a kind of an easy way to get transports. Yeah, yeah it it, is. bikes, motorcycles. I mean, motorcycle horses. I think they basically have the same movement rules. Motorcycle horses. I want to know how that works. Very fast <laughs> and eat a lot of hay. Yeah. Or is it motorcycles? Horses on motorcycles. I would, I would play that. Cycle tars. <laughs> is that yeah. what that would be? Cycle tars. Uh, sure. Sounds great. Let's, let's... So it's like a man top, a horse bottom, but the back legs are like a wheel. <laughs> With an exhaust pipe. With an exhaust pipe. Yeah. No muffler. Straight pipe. Go. Straight pipe. Rolling rolling hay coal. <laughs> yes. That sounds reasonable. All right. It means it's getting late on in the night. So do we want do we want to give any hint at scenarios? I feel like... Yeah, so let's let's go ahead and fully admit that there are two scenarios from last year that are back this year. Yep. Yes. One hundred percent in the non-objective zones. Yep. Sword, gold, blue moon, red moon, whatever we call them. Alpha, <laughs> beta, <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Omaha, the, hut. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> let's go. Star Wars names. Like, there you go. Yeah. I was gonna say like Subway yeah. and Cousins. Let's go with like the Bothins and. Uh, Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> the Hatfields and the McCoys. There we go. There you go. That sounds there good. Sounds perfect. Anyway, right. so for sure, uh, we're bring, bring, let's see, Jeff's favorite one. I liked your sectors. Yeah, the sectors. That was a really good scenario. Done yeah. very well. Yep. We should like bring it. that one back. It's yep. back, right? Yeah, it's back. We're pretty sure that one's back. Pretty sure it's back. And the other the other favorite one that we did was the, the, the timely objectives. Yes. Where you had held objective and got points at the end of each round. Yeah, yep. that was that was pretty cool. Amazingly good. That scenario. that scenario is super cool. I would be surprised if you weren't playing that at some point. <laughs> and that uh, that actually might have spawned an idea for a scenario that was kind of written for the night before or the day before. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Something very similar to that. Imagine that. Hmm. And well, there's a recon rumble scenario that was inspired by. Uh, Actually, our pal Dewey Cat. Good old Dewey Cat. Yeah. So he had one they had, and I kind of like, eh, this is a good idea, but let's do this. <laughs> and that will... Oh, that is a Recon Rumble. There you go. There you okay. go. So find out whatever it is he might have done, and you'll have a clue what I'm talking about. Okay. Otherwise, <laughs> boom, you missed it. There you go. Okay. There you go. So there's those two, and there's two new ones this year. There are two new ones this there year. There are two new ones. How many? So, so we're up to five objective boards. Correct. We know for sure that partisans board has to come back. Partisans will absolutely be coming. God, back. God, that pissed off so many people. We have to bring that back. Way too much fun not to bring. <laughs> it back. Yes. yes, everyone hated it. So of course, let's bring it back. It's coming back. Naturally, hate, hate is a, new and improved. Hate is a strong word. It's not like hate. Like they hated uh, the things blowing shit up, but they didn't really hate us for making that scenario. I mean, they went so far as to, I'm sure if they actually, like, sprinkled holy water at it, or, but someone probably <laughs> held a cross at it at some point, I'm sure. Probably. I'm pretty sure that's accurate. And those yeah. people may have learned their lesson, and they probably won't play that objective again. No, I'll do it again. That's fine. Not for the faint No, no, no. Like, like, the people that are actually playing the tournament, they aren't going to actually play that scenario again. They'll be like, nah, I'm good. Like, you go play that one. I'll play on this other one over oh, here. It's a good scenario. It's only because I beat David. It's it, a but... great scenario. It's just, it hurts. <laughs> or can hurt. It does. Uh, it see, also coming back, we we still have the the capture the colors or the raise the colors as we always yep. should. Right? That one is that's, as we perfect. always should because that's a great yeah. scenario. That was there, 
And then I think you had one of yours returning. Was it the artillery one? Yep. Um, okay, so we had so and those new three objective though, tables. Right? New and improved, but yeah. it'll be back. New and improved. And that doesn't mean... But the scenario is still the same. Similar. Yes. And so that leaves two unknown objective tables. And, dark, dark, dark. and, and that doesn't mean the objectives or, or the bonuses are the same. Absolutely not. Like, no. Some things could be different with those. Which I think is kind of we, cool. We haven't finished making them up yet. I mean, what? No. <laughs> no, we yeah. I'm we sure have. they're in print. I saw them listed somewhere. Yes, I know. Somewhere. So in Recon Rumble, we'll have secondary objectives because there's only three games. And it has an impact it, on Operation Snafu, which I think was kind of cool, too, as far as yeah. So It absolutely does. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and spill that one, then. So whatever winning faction on Recon Rumble, Axis or Allies, will have a significant a a advantage. Yeah, I wouldn't call it in Operation Snafu game one. Yep. It's not I wouldn't call it like game breaking, but it yes, it is an advantage. And if you're on the losing side you may consider it an irritating advantage, but certainly not game ending. <laughs> and it's only for the first game. Like it's only for the first game and basically the setup of the first game. So so next year when you didn't sign up for Recon Rumble this year you maybe want to sign up for it next year to help your side. Right. Mm-hmm. So or I, mean, I think the, the winner side. Recon Rumble gets the first four order dice of their choosing, right? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like the French, but way better. Yes. <laughs> well, it, and usually that first turn, you don't necessarily want to see your dice right away. You want the opponents right. to throw those out yeah. there. Yeah, you'd be like, no, throw that one back. Throw that one back, too. Yeah. That's not what it is, by the way. No. That would be that would be. It's just related to setup and game sides. Yeah. yeah. It's It's... Important though, it can be very important, and that affects objective tables too in the first turn or in the first game, right? Oh no, I believe the scenario written is only for yeah, no, the for the sides. It's not for the objective zones. You have tables. To correct. It's not for the new objective tables. Correct. Now that I remember, right? I've, like I've had to put all that stuff into pretty documents. I've read them. You've had to type and retype so many times. I, you have to I, which I, version I, you're on. Yeah, I'm gonna try to remember all the scenarios because there's quite a few scenarios that I've had to put together. So um, there are. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, five objective tables and four rounds on the regular table. Plus so. Recon Rumble. Plus Recon Rumble. So, so yeah. that's not that many. Seven. Still a lot. Twelve. It's, it's taxing for a young Rick. <laughs> for for a Rick with two children and, you know, a <laughs> yes, demanding job. Exactly. Yep. So, okay. Uh, um, I don't know if there's anything else we want to divulge. Uh. Expect there may be a pregame mailer after all lists are and just explaining the theme, some of the theme stuff oh, for this year, go. too. Yeah, just in case some of the people who actually are going to the tournament are not bored enough to listen to our podcast and would like right. to get some information, too. Exactly. And by mailer, you mean emailer, right? Correct, yeah. I don't <laughs> telegram. physically mail. We're going to telegram everyone. <laughs> uh, I'm sending it out in full Enigma code, so you're going to get your code machines out and translate it. If you don't have an Enigma machine, sorry, you just don't get the. There's intel. one online. That's, that's not really a hint. <laughs> Would you say that's exactly. not a hint? I said that's, that's not, not a hint. hint. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, because we haven't. It's, been... a, it's a hentai. <laughs> it's a hint. Hentai. It's a hentai. Hint. Yes, we've been strewing stuff through here, and if you get it, it's just a URL to some hentai porn. Not, nothing of value. Wouldn't that be a great reward? Oh, that would be so funny, though, if we uh, were actually thought about this hard enough and actually sprinkled shit in here. Oh, my God. We don't think about anything hard enough. If <laughs> no, you freaking met us. I'm not, I'm not a good planner like that. Plus, I, I tried to play around with an Enigma machine, and I'm like, I don't understand how the hell this thing works. 
I couldn't make anything translate back or forth, so I was like, I give up. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's probably because you didn't have the code of the day. Yeah, you gotta have the code. Well, of the no, day like I made my own code of the day, cipher. and I was trying to like literally go back and forth, and it wouldn't even let me do that. Like I was like, I give up. Like this thing seems more. This is smarter Actually, than me. Like putting all the wires and shit I mean, in the right spots. All right. Well. Anyway. So, was there anything else you wanted to add to the rest of the? <laughs> no, no. I was just going into weird World War Two stuff. Um, yep. No, I don't Fair have anything enough. else to add other than. It's going to be oh, fun. I, I did want to mention that Rick apologizes that it took us this long to get a podcast out. That's no, no. I just well, no. I'm no. I'm not going to apologize. This, this would one. have been out at least a week earlier, but somebody jacked Rick's yeah. computer. That was not cool. Yeah, that's. I'm not, not apologizing cool. for that. I'm still fucking pissed about it. So yeah, I, I would apologize. Rightfully so. But, you know, to be but fair, thank God my train was recovered. Like, well, I shouldn't say that. It's like and your miniatures. It was yeah. They they got miniatures, but then they fucking dumped them. So I was very satisfied with them not wanting those. Yeah, and they left like seven hundred dollars worth of board games in the back of my car. So there was well, no one accused them of being smart. Well, no, they're no, they're smart. They knew what they could sell and what they couldn't sell. Like, how could you sell all my board games? That would be ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah. quite honestly. Well, I know about three or four people. Wait, never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, the Star Wars miniatures—they thought it was a camera and or something like a camera. And as soon as they figured out it wasn't, they dumped it. So, thankfully, yeah. the police had found it. Because it was garbage right. day. <laughs> that was the worst oh, part. That that I was like, oh my God, it's garbage day. And they probably dumped it in a dumpster somewhere. I'm like, it's literally getting crushed by a garbage truck right now. And See, and that's, that's what I always think of too with like those people who like grab packages off porches not knowing what the heck yeah. they might be. Yeah. Like if anyone started doing that at my house, they would be so freaking disappointed. Oh, look, more baby clothes. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they're like, hey, I got four gigantic undershirts i guess i could make them into a tent <laughs> yeah it's like yeah or did they get some of the mdf kits to be like what the crap is this thing okay we take this house off the list we don't need to go back to that one anymore <laughs> i can't live in this thing yeah, it's yeah like, but even better if they like got one it was like a big bag of flock and then tried to smoke it just over and over again <laughs> Those hedgerow kits that you get. <laughs> like, this is the worst weed I've ever had. Oh, man. It'd be the worst. I get is a headache, and it smells like plastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be dumber for smoking it. Oh, wait, that's everything. But anyway. Yeah. All right. Oh, God. Um, well, so we're super excited about Operation Snafu. Hopefully this will be out before. The packets will out be out before this probably, I hope. I'm Gonna, we hope I so. hope that's the order we're going to do this in. That sounds like a challenge, Rick. As long as no one steals Rick's computer. Uh, yeah, I'm not leaving it in my car ever again, so that won't matter. Um, Good. Yeah, so we will see some people that may have listened to this in two weeks. Otherwise, we will post all the stuff on Facebook, and you can read it later. We probably won't yep. post it there until, well, maybe we'll post After. it at the same time on Facebook, whatever. So you guys can follow along if you're not able to make it to our yeah. tournament. And check Five for eight. important ma- important mailer if you're in the tournament. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And uh, like our like and follow our Facebook page. Maybe I'll get frisky and live stream some stuff Ooh. from Snafu. Wow. There you go. So. Oh, hey. So, speaking of that, so I, I mentioned earlier I talked to John Russell, and he's of course coming up for it. We got the game Friday night. He was uh, wondering if there'd be some podcasting Friday night on site. Oh boy. That's a commitment. I said, well, I'm not going to say no. I said, dude, that's totally Rick. I have nothing to do with it. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say yes either, though. Yeah. How about we'll, I will we'll let you see know. what I can do? 
Friday and or Saturday nights. Saturday night might be more reasonable. Like, might be more possible. Well, yeah. I will bring the gear up. We'll see what we can make happen. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, no, it'd be great. We'll see what we can do. Uh, um, And kind of crazy all at the same time. We have to figure out a fifth microphone. We'll figure it out. Can't two people talk into one microphone? I don't know. Yeah, Pat, you just sit on my lap. It'll be fine. You can do the ventriloquist thing again? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. My hands will be above our heads. <laughs> oh, moose man. antlers. Moose, moose antlers. Moose antlers. Okay. All right. On that note, we're going to play another song in the end of this, and we're going home. Or we are home. Sound. I'm already home. Right. Sure. Sounds good. Pat, do it. This is Snafu. Over and out.
Nice. Yeah, they're like really nice too. And now you say that, I'm going to tab over there. Yeah, right. Just turn off this anime for a second. <laughs> Fortunately, Rick, there's only three gift certificates, and you have to finish the top three. Of oh, well, I don't expect to win anything. Of our of the tournament you're helping run. Right. Yeah, I don't think I can win any of it, so it's not going to matter a whole lot. But snafu members are not eligible. Well, now you tell me. Well, fuck it, I'm out. I'm just not going to do any of this stuff. 